Yo, 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 we back in the building. You, you are casting a very big shadow. It looks like somebody's behind you. Am I? Is that? That's the hoodie, man. Oh, yeah, your hoodie's extra wide. That's the hoodie, man. You want me to take it down? Yeah, it's going to fuck with my OCD. <laughs> Welcome to Villain Radio and Link Up Presents Sunday Dinner. I'm Rob Ville. Got, I'm Syndrome. Come on, where's our where's the names? There we go. You gotta play the 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 horns too. Oh yeah. Hold on. We got the board. We barely use the board. We barely use the board, but you know. All right. Last week when we did the the little pilot episode of this, I said every week we're, we're gonna try to stay consistent with with this version of the link up. Uh, we'll call it the Sunday dinner. So that way, when we do do official link up with all four of us, it makes it all that more exclusive, I guess you could say. Um, so this week, you got us two. You, you, you got you got the good looking guys of the group. Yeah, we're definitely the best looking out of the four of us. Shout out to Rob Bill for that. I appreciate that, man. No problem. You're a, you're a handsome fellow as well. I try. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm aging well. <laughs> but uh we're gonna we're gonna get into the shits tonight and indy may jump in a little bit later and so with trail and you gotta wait Maybe. till his wife go to bed or some shit yeah suckers yeah um but we're getting all types of shit uh we're gonna recap uh what was supposed to be an interview on friday night <laughs> with rev but kind of turned out to be rev just getting drunk and dodging any type of questions that we asked him so we'll talk oh, about man. that shit show we're going to get into uh, last night's uh, Tyson uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight and the undercard. Uh, we're going <laughs> to the undercard. We're, we're going to get into uh, who could go up against Jay-Z in a versus battle. We're going to go <sighs> over Indy's dumbass opinion of Will Smith versus Jay-Z. We're going to go over how women love toxic men and how toxic does that make them? Um, and well, we will glance over the rev interview. That was whatever you want to call that. I guess it was just a fucking drinking game. Every time we ask him a question, he drank. So, okay. So, what what did we take away from from the interview? That Rev's really in the Illuminati. That I don't even know if Rev <laughs> could spell Illuminati. <laughs> he certainly couldn't that night, man. Uh, probably not. But he remembered everything. So, I, I mean, <clears throat> I, I guess he's a professional wine drinker. Wine wine drunk. I guess he was I, wine drunk. I, he, I, <laughs> he was, we tried. We tried. Hey, <laughs> we tried really hard. Shout out to Rev. Shout out to Rev. Uh, man. We're going to uh, get in all types of shit. Like I said, uh, I mean, we might as well just lead off with the Rev shit. So if we start talking about it, yeah, that's that's where we're gonna go. We, um, <laughs> um, I have a new show called Friday Night Live that we did a a, a link up. Uh, villain radio uh joint one this past friday with kyle rev miller <laughs> that was supposed to be highly informative and entertaining and it and everyone was supposed to be in studio let's yeah. not forget that and the only people that were in the studio were, were me and syndrome we're in the studio together right now we just got two separate cameras just in case one of us gotta like leave the room for something or yeah. anything like that but um Every time we asked a question, he really didn't answer it. He kind of skirted around the other shit. And then by the end of the interview was some philosophical fucking um, um, infomercial. Um, uh, 
so so where are we going with this it was it media trained rev or just rev didn't want to answer any questions really i i don't know because he wanted to interview he booked this interview himself he made the flyer in like march april he definitely did and he he lobbied and lobbied and lobbied for the interview and then he gets the interview and he's just very elusive with everything which might have been but i got a call today from vision shout out to vision he might be watching shout out to him man he's like what what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and he knows rev very well so yeah it was pretty funny but shout out to rev for not answering any motherfucking questions and i don't really care about doing a part two uh but i do i still love you um, still love you bro shout out to him man he um um so we just released uh extended weekend came out i think yesterday um rev did the artwork for that he did um yes my first mixtape as well um and he does so much of what comes out around here so um we love you rev we appreciate you but that was a shit show yeah that's love you though brother never again never again never again um yeah well we did get out of it that we are doing a villain radio rev uh uh project it'll probably be like three to five songs i guess i'm doing okay. it i agreed to do the intro uh so you said you guess you agreed to do the I intro guess. i mean it, it's it's on tape so yeah I tape is on tape it, it's, it's 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 in the cloud yeah it's in the cloud there we go it's on tape that you that's how that shows my age right there it's um it's <laughs> Okay, so we'll see how that comes about. I'm interested. I'm 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 excited about that, but honestly, I don't think it's gonna happen. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see what happens. Bill, well, is, is, Bill it, is recorded, but it, it's mm. just an intro, and I never said that I would rap the intro. So we don't expect you to rap. No, it, it just might be me talking. Oh, he expects me to rap. Does he? Yeah, but oh, that's, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh let's let's leave rev alone so we don't want to make this show as disappointing as fridays um let's move on to last night last night's fucking pay-per-view extravaganza that nobody paid for but white people in the suburbs true um and if you don't know what i'm talking about this is it i love facebook uh you guys are fucking awesome tyson versus jones people who are showing it on their camera phone on streams on facebook lives i love you guys you guys are the best. Hey, for $30 a month, hit me up and I'll get you 1,600 channels. You know what? I think I might know what you're talking about on that one, too. It's, it's Crack Vision. You'll love it. Really? Yep. Il Brown got a plug. Shout out to Il Brown. We'll talk about that after the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Tyson versus Jones, uh, which ended in a draw, which is draw. complete bullshit. Oh, my God. They, you know what? They did that so none of these places had to pay out on all the bets they took in. Is one of the things that I'm thinking because it so wasn't what are they doing. They just so what they just give them their money back. Yeah, you get the money back, whatever you bet. That's fucking lame. They don't make any money off that then. So it, it's weird, bro. It's so fucking weird that it it would plainly it plainly that Tyson won. So you think that Tyson won the? I, so I watched only probably like a couple of the middle rounds and it looked like Jones was giving it to him. He was finally getting out the round before when I first clicked in. Tyson was basically hemming him up. He landed like 40 more punches than Jones did. For the whole fight. Yeah, Jones landed, I think, 27 punches to Tyson's 67. Okay. 
power punches 57 to like uh you know what i hate those 17 or i hate nine the, the compu box stats though man i hate that shit you gotta watch the fight and see that shit um Jones was trying to he was he was trying to keep his distance because he had the reach advantage on uh Tyson. But it seemed like every time he uh got something going and he got some distance, Tyson just got close to him and tied him up and he was grabbing that left arm and he was <laughs> Bro, his his ribs gotta be so sore. Today. They gotta be so sore. Be sore he was tagging the shit out of his body. Um but you know so so uh rob you watched the whole fight what did you think of the fight i watched the last two fights i didn't care about anybody else on the undercard i watched the jake ball nate robinson and the tyson jones okay so what you what did you think about the the tyson roy jones jr uh fight um tyson was ready like he was ready to fight you know he came out ready you know he's lost 100 pounds over the last year and not in not so in, dope man not in the words not not in the sense just to be in preparation for this fight just overall right. just to just to live a I, healthy life i think he might be vegan now too yeah i heard that yeah. i did hear that he got a dope ass podcast too check out uh mike tyson hot boxing that shit is yeah, fucking he, epic yeah, bro he's, he's got some epic interviews on there shout out to him but um okay so tyson comes in ready to fight roy jones he looked he definitely didn't look like he was in like top physical shape but hey, he's older now though after 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 like after the first round when he sat down, mm -hmm. he was out of breath, and he was like, "He's like, oh, what the fuck I get myself into?" Huffy and puffy. Like, and, and Tyson was ready. Like, the, the bell rings, and Jones's Jones team gets his stool out. He's sitting down real quick, and Tyson's just standing there. Like, the, the round it? I saw, that's the round it? I saw when they were when they were both sitting down, they both looked tired. Oh yeah, but this was the middle of the fight, though. Probably had how many rounds did they go? Uh. Eight two minute rounds. I want to say that I I came in and I watched the end of the third, the fourth, and the fifth. Okay. Um. So Roy Jones was uh he was trying to get out of it, but it seemed like Tyson was bullying him. He's a little bit bigger, just as far as as wide stature. You know what I'm saying? He's he, not taller. He doesn't have he a was, better reach. He was in better shape. He was in better shape. Um, um and he's gonna throw more power punches. He he took it more seriously, and you you could you could tell. Okay, you know, like you you could definitely tell that like Mike was like, and he said that he's this ain't this is the first of many. Like he wants okay. he wants to do this more. He he wants to. Who uh, the fuck is he gonna fight? <laughs> well, it's it's. I guess he's gonna continue who? to doing this the exhibition shit. Yeah, uh, who who I who? who knows? I mean. Who? I don't know. I mean, it's all the money is going to go that's to charity. Tough. So, yeah, hopefully, that's that's still tough. Who who do I find to fight Mike Tyson? Like Roy Jones is like best case scenario. Who who? Well, he he said he wanted to do it again with 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 Roy. With Roy, yeah. And Roy actually come in shape this time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What I was looking at. Like Snoop said, it it looked like two two uncles fighting at the barbecue, man. The the the, the winner of it the was, night, no matter all the yes. fights, the the clear winner of last night was Snoop Dogg. Like he should be commentator for Bro. fucking everything. There's nothing 
that he should not commentate for. Like please, it is insane. Please get King Snoop. of the one-liners. He was dropping shit left and right. I was rolling. Yo, get that guy a job somewhere, man. <laughs> please, guys. We please. need Snoop Dogg at our sporting events talking about the sport. I don't even care what what sport it is. I'm gonna <laughs> tune in to watch Snoop and see what the fuck Snoop has to say. Cause that shit was epic. Uh and this is actually a perfect segue. <laughs> when I saw the clip of uh the Nate Robinson knockout. Oh, they're not even gonna show it to me like I want them to show it to me, are they? Boom. What are you doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> Snoop's like, oh Lord. So in, in, in the in the in the fight in the in a fight leading up to the to, to the, the main oh, event, you had Jake Paul versus um Nate Robinson. Jake Paul is a internet celebrity. Look, uh, guys, I'm so old, I don't even I didn't even know who the fuck Jake Paul was. Really was like, he it was the Chiba. Nate out. <laughs> hey, hey, Snoop came out during he performed last night too, had the dopest performance, and he was smoking the whole time. That's the level that we all need to get to. Yeah, so we need to be able to smoke in public and no one say a fucking thing to us. <laughs> move, to, move to California and get your medical recommendation. There's only five places you can't smoke. Where? A school or youth facility, a doctor's a, office, a, a church, a fucking um a school bus, a boat or a car, and a no smoking zone. You can't smoke in the car? Why it's being operated. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Snoop, pioneer. Yeah, so in in uh, in a fight leading up to the main event, you had Jake Paul, the internet celebrity, versus Nate Robinson, uh, uh, NBA, um, uh, NBA previous NBA star. He's the only player to win the slam. Star is a little generous, I would well, say. Hey, he shined he when won, he needed to. He he, was he only won the slam dunk contest three times. The only person ever do it three times. He's tied for that. Um, and then. <laughs> He he had big games when he needed to. He he played. He, he, wasn't he played star, great for though. the Bulls. He never he never made an All Star team. No, yeah, I think he made one as as a reserve. No, no. Huh? Oh well. <laughs> anyway, we love Nate Robinson. Nate Shout Robinson, who NBA who took this seriously and, and and called out Jake Paul. Yeah, he did. Didn't didn't fare too well. Um, in that's in also fight. generous. It, it's very generous. Um. Let me find the, the video. Motherfucker got knocked out, yo. He got he got knocked the fuck out. That, he got knocked the fuck that's out. A, you got knocked the fuck out moment. Like yo. if I've ever seen it. Bro, I was literally in tears. The first thing I saw, I didn't even see the clip. I saw uh people doing the Nate Robinson challenge. That's what oh, I saw. Oh yeah, they just laying down. <laughs> I saw this girl, she falls on her couch in slow motion. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? What the on? fuck is going on? <laughs> he got knocked the fuck out. That's a, that's he got going knocked on. the fuck out. Low key, because uh, Jake Paul knocked him down right before he got knocked out. He got hit in the back of the head. That, that was the first one, yeah. That was the first one. And he fell, and he was looking crazy on that one. And then, <laughs> that is when he realized where he had fucked up. Yeah, That shit was all bad. What you're talking about is right here. Um, hold on. Let me share it real quick. 
And shout out to them for uh, booking that fight and them getting that moment because that shit is like super viral right now. Super viral. Yeah, and it all happened. This was the first one. This was the first one where he got him on on the uh, he hit him on the back of the head. Boom! That was the first one. So he falls. That was first. He looks crazy. Uh, uh, He was (laughs) he was checking to see if he's bleeding from the back of his head. (laughs) Like, bro, he got on gloves, man. You just fell really hard on your face, and then yeah. So um, let's see if I can find uh the last one. The last one was like the video that I just had, uh, the picture I just had. He he was slumped and he was out for a minute. He was slumped. They he, had to give him yeah. the sniffing salts, bro. Yeah, they yeah, and not cocaine. Not cocaine. Not talking they about had cocaine. To give him the salts yeah. to wake him up. I'd have been bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, he was down. Shout out to Nate Robinson, though. Um, shout out to shout out to hey Jake Paul fucking uh called out Conor McGregor amongst others. Corny. I want to see him and Ryan Garcia, even though uh the consensus on that as far as I've uh polled in the last few hours. <laughs> Is that Ryan Garcia would uh, tear a hole in his ass? So I'm not as excited. Yeah. Same time though. Shout out to Nate Robinson because at the end of the day, I just want to point this out though. Like anybody that has the balls enough to go in that ring and you know what I'm saying throw blows with somebody, even though it's you know what I'm saying it's sanctioned or whatever they got on gloves like it still takes some balls to go in there and uh throw hands with somebody like that so shout out to nate robinson even though yeah he took the l with the ko on it man that shit hurts (laughs) (laughs) that shit hurts bruh as a black man i'm a little disappointed (laughs) yeah he he got him and he Boom, bro. His face Yo. broke his fall. His face broke his fall. Yo, he literally, it was all chin to can. He needed some milk. Yeah, he was sleeping like a baby. He needed yeah, all he types of shit. I'm telling you, they they went they went to the, the little kit that they have by the Look side of the boxing boom, ring. Boom. And they gave him the smelling salt. I want to slow this. I wish I could slow this down because I'm pretty sure his fucking face bounced off the, the, the ring. Yeah. But I, I already blown yeah, it up. Yeah, bro, he was like, he was sleep sleep. <laughs> that motherfucker took his melatonin. <laughs> melatonin. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> let me play this one more time, and then I'm in, interested. Triller. Hey, uh, so uh, a couple shout outs I want to uh make. Uh, shout out to Triller. Oh. It not only his face not only bounced off the fucking mat, it fucking landed and skid. <laughs> that is worse than bouncing. Wow, damn! If your face skid off something, dog, that's bad. But, that's uh, bad as hell. I, I think the best thing that came from the fight was the fucking uh the the Nate Robinson memes. Um. Okay. Okay. I'll go with you on that. Um. A couple shout outs though. Go ahead. Triller. They they got the advertisement for the center of the ring. I like I don't know how these ads go. I don't know how much it is, but the fact that Triller is uh sponsoring the fight, that's big for them. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, the other thing, I had no idea about weed maps, bro. <laughs> uh, Swear to God, I, I had yeah, no I, idea about weed maps. They're I, advertising during the fight, yo. I, th I thought he might have been dead at first, too, and I, I was kind of worried at how long it took everybody to get to his side. You guys suck, man. Y'all ain't never seen nobody get knocked out in a boxing match before. Bro, I didn't think Jake Paul was going to knock out Nate Robinson. I think that's that, not what we thought was going to happen. Okay, but they got to be prepared for that at all times. Though. I knew he was good. He all right, man. They have medical professionals around there. Well, yeah, I know that. But, but it, I it was definitely still, thought, it's not what you I thought. I definitely thought he was dead, though. I, I almost like, I almost put money on DraftKings on his ass. <laughs> Shout out to DraftKings. They taking bets now. It's fucking dope. I know. Hey, uh, over everything. The, the the meme that killed me, bro, was uh. Well, look, they said here, here's, that, here's a shitload of them right here. We can scroll through. Hold on, type hold on. I gotta tell you my favorite before Go it ahead. comes up. Go ahead. So my favorite is that Nate Robinson is auditioning for uh <laughs> for a remake of uh Rocky. I can I think that's Rocky Four when Apollo Creed died. Oh shit! <laughs> I seen that. That shit is. Bad. The internet wins again, yo. Of course, that's what it, there was this one, which was hilarious. Which one is that? I can't see. The 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 Martin one. Oh yeah. <laughs> All the Martin ones. Um, and then we had the Simba one. You got the Simba oh, one. Yeah. Get up, Dad. Yeah. That 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 was awesome. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and of course, the internet was quick. Of course, these motherfuckers are on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Record scratcher, but you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, the internet see. can be so great. Then man. they then they got the uh, they got the Jake Paul Muhammad Ali pose. That's lame. No fuck you. Hey, it's hey he he just, won though, but fuck yeah, him, he though. got his ass. Yeah, he won though. Shout out to Jake Paul. He took home the, the victory. Yeah. And then he posed in a Nate Robinson jersey, dog. Bro. Yes. Yeah, man. It, it, it was, it was Super pretty troll. Good. That's a good I mean, troll. It was entertaining. It, it was something else to do on, on uh, there he is on Minecraft. <laughs> and a coffin. That's fucking nuts, so, bro. The internet yeah. wins, yo. Internet always is going to win. They're quick. People ain't got nothing to do. That's crazy, man. Shout out to those meme makers out there. You guys come holla at us, man. We need you to make some memes for us. I know. Um, so like I said, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Whatever. Could just get bug and true to do that shit, man. <laughs> These motherfuckers are just as quick. Oh my shout out to Oma. I don't know if they'd be as quick. They'd get as tired as pretty quick, probably. Yeah, we get some dope ass shit out of it though. Yeah, we've already gotten dope shit from motherfuckers on the internet. <laughs> so, um, I wonder what's next. Tyson said he wants to do some more. He and he said he wanted to fight Roy again. And I think Roy is like, no, I'm good. Really? Yeah, he his face didn't look like he wanted to fight again. Um. So did they get it, do we know the word on if they got paid or not and like how much? Um is it is it worth is it worth his while to do again? 
yeah, with the pay-per-view buys, um, Tyson will walk away with about $10 million and Roy Jones Jr. will walk away with about three. So he wouldn't fight again in a year? He's an old-ass man, though. They're both old. They're in their 50s. They're in their 50s. That's tough, but that's a nice payday. Yeah. That's a nice payday for him, especially now. Ask his ribs. He got doctors, I'm sure. That nigga <laughs> high right now. Hey, listen, Roy. Actually, I don't know about Roy. Yeah, I seen uh, a tweet anymore. Yeah, yeah, Ellie, really, I seen a tweet. Uh, Nate trying to make light, like, like he didn't even he didn't really acknowledge how bad he lost. He just he, he thanked everybody for helping him get ready and everything. He just kind of forgot. He might have forgot that he, he got knocked the fuck he out. Forgot, yo. That I'm, whole I'm, section of it, his life yeah, might it, be it, gone, it, yo. It, it looks like he probably had a concussion of sorts. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Roy, though, um, I might have to question his doctors. He had hand problems for half his career. I know you're a boxer, but damn, bro. He's yeah. breaking his hands on motherfuckers' jaws. Well, shout out to Roy, though. Yeah, shout out to Roy. We'll see what comes out, comes after. Like, Tyson wanted to go for a knockout, bro. Like, he really wanted to. Yeah, but. and and But the rules were thing. no knockout. No knockouts. Um. Oh, shit. I, we got somebody coming in. Do we? Yeah. Um. I don't think I want to see Roy Jones and Mike Tyson fight again. <laughs> hey, and he just left a and he just left a gr- chat group. He's like, I love how you discuss my opinion and run a whole panel discussion. Then left a group talking about his opinion on Will Smith and Jay Z. You're upset about that? I thought we were going to talk about it. That's why I put it on the board, Indy. He left. He left a conversation. So he left uh, the conversation too. Again. He's angry. So he left the group chat and the conversation. Yeah. Who's that? Is that Trail? What up, Trail? What's going on, brothers? How you doing tonight? Busy, busy, but I'm here. What's going on? Indy left the group chat again. I saw that shit. Why? <laughs> what y'all say now? Veal, what you say? I nothing. Let's not talk about it so we don't get mad. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh Veal, we... it's on the board though. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll get to we'll get to we'll get to that. We just won't talk about him leaving the group chat. Okay, catch uh, me up. What's on the board? Uh, we'll just 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 send it in the message. We well, I'll I'll go over it. We just uh, finished wrapping up the the Tyson, uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight, and now we're gonna go into um, we're gonna go into uh, the Jay Z. Who's who could uh, who could go up against Jay Z in a versus? Oh, damn. Who goes up against Hove? Rome's been wanting to get at it for a while, and here we are. And because I don't know, we're all in that's trouble. The person, now. That's the person that I most want to see in the verses. I know somebody that could go against him. Most who? Who? Rome. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you want him? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I wouldn't even go against Hove. What do you mean? I'm Team Hove. Who would you say? I'm team hope. Who do I say? So uh, we've had we've had discussions about uh, Jay Z versus Drake. We've had discussions about Jay Z versus Wayne. I say neither one of them can hold a candle to Hove as far as hit music. 
No. Neither. And Drake has been on the longest run. Like consecutively as like the the number one artist. Wayne had Wayne had his time, but Hove, because he's been so consistent with just knocking shit out the park. I don't think because he he actually predates Wayne and Drake. There's no way that <laughs> there's just there's just no way, in my opinion. Now, Raville brought up something very interesting that we haven't even talked about, though. James James Mosley says, man, shut the fuck up. Wayne kills everybody. Uh, Listen, Doc. uh, (laughs) Listen, Doc. Uh-oh. I know you're a young buck. Hey, Joshua Justice just said Eminem. What I tell you. So that was that was Veal's idea. That is interesting to me. And he just commented on a post. You know, he's not feeling the Eminem idea. <laughs> he's probably cooking us up. Yeah. Nah. Oh man. And he said he's not I mean, if it was anybody, we're talking about longevity and we're talking about catalog back to back and number one hits. Uh I, I could see Eminem, but I know a lot of people that don't want to see that. Just because it's Eminem, I mean, you know? no matter what they want to see, it matters who's going to match up. Yes, it's it's yeah. it, it. What matters is what's going to make it the most entertaining. Yeah, would that really be entertaining though? Here's the thing: people put all these matchups on and matchups, and it, it's like one rapper from one era from and a, a versus a rapper from another era that's not going to match up well. Don't make no sense whatsoever. Thank you, Veal. Thank mm-hmm. It's they like also they didn't have Aretha Franklin era. going up against fucking Mariah Carey or some Correct. shit. You know? Right. That doesn't right. make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. That's why Drake and Jay-Z, that makes absolutely no sense to me. No. Yeah. Everybody is going to be like, uh, them Drake songs, because I don't even know half of them Jay-Z songs. You know what I'm saying? They haven't caught up yet. You really only got Nas. Um, he he Nas hasn't had the hits like Jay Z has though. Well, I beg to differ. He's had hits. He just haven't been mainstream. He hasn't been out there as much as Jay Z. That's really not true. Well, he's but he's been mainstream though. That's how he came in. Right, but recently, recently, if if Jay Z when he dropped that uh four four four. Nas just dropped the, the hit boy joint. And I'm with it, but a lot of people ain't, ain't up on it. Bill, you don't like it? Bill is fucking... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Nas fan. And, and I was, How you don't like this new one? I, yeah, it, it, him, and, him and Hotto are... They're weird. They have like weird producer ears and shit like that. So this is what Hotto told me. He said he didn't like the hit boy album because... It, it sounded way too like clean and polished. It's it just we like gritty fucking alchemist beats, it, right? Yeah, uh, it was. I'm I'm. It, I, I like that. It, it, it didn't. Though. I couldn't vibe to it. There wasn't a. I didn't. You know. I, it wasn't a bad album, but it's it wasn't one of my favorite of the year at all. Yeah, give it another. I ain't gonna say it's gonna be your favorite, but give it another shot. I, I bet it grow on you. 
Oh, over 10. Jesus Christ. Damn, you beat me. I ain't listened that long. Yeah. <laughs> like, like my Apple Music, my my app, if you go into recently played in, in, in my Apple Music, it's only going to be like seven or eight albums. True. And, it, and it's very rarely songs. You know, like I'll grab the album and I'm listening to the album. We've been Ooh. fortunate enough. We've been fortunate enough to the, the past year and a half, two years that there's been a lot of albums released that you could, you know, enjoy all the way through. And that's been a lot of the Griselda shit. It's been uh, um, all the Fred shit. Um, it's been um, shit. Uh, I like the Big Sean shit. Uh, stoves, you know, stove shit's dope from front to back. Front to back. You know, so shout out to Rock Marciano. Yes, that shit is fly. And I had uh, Rock's new shit's dope. I haven't I haven't got through it as many times as I would have wanted to so far, but it's uh it's not bad. But King's Disease though, the Grammy nominated. I don't think it's gonna win though, but um, uh, we'll we'll get into that in a second because we'll go over all the nominations. Okay, after we get get out of this Jay Z shit. Um, so yeah, I mean. As you think about it, like like Nas, because of the same era type shit, you would think Nas would be a good matchup, but it's it's gonna go to Jay. I mean, it's it definitely will go to Jay, but it'll be interesting. You know, it'll be entertaining to watch, especially because of their past beef and all that. Yeah, I think that somebody my age is gonna be, even though I I feel like going in ahead of time that Jay Z is probably gonna win. But I'm still mm-hmm. gonna be entertained because I'm, I'm gonna be nostalgic about it. Mm-hmm. I don't really think like nobody younger is really gonna be like that. Yeah, they're gonna be like, I heard all of these Jay Z songs. I ain't heard these fucking Nas. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that. That's what I meant about you know that that mainstream radio airwave play. Ten. Actually, he could probably get about he can probably get about fifteen off. But it's, he's gonna have to play some records that people who are going to watch this on Instagram haven't heard. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. going to be hard to say. That's hard. Jay-Z doesn't have... That nigga got too many songs. Yeah. And 20? He got at least got at least two Bruh, hits from each album. If he plays Is That Your Bitch, that shit's going to go off. Yeah, he got yeah he got so much shit to pull from it. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. So Wait, who... Break. Mm-mm. So who do you think then, Ron? So I I like the I like the Eminem thing though. Mm-hmm. I think Eminem, as far as the hits, I'm gonna. I, but to me, I feel like I'm gonna be disappointed in it because, you know, I'm a big Slim Shady fan too, and like a lot of my favorite Eminem records are things that weren't on the album. They're like freestyles and shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's what I. Like I like a lot of shit off Infinite. There, there's just there's people that you can't really have a versus. Like Jay, like it, it's just out of your league. Like J M, even like even in a producer battle, fucking Dre and shit like yeah. that. You know, so there, 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 there's people that's just off limits. Hey, listen, Snoop Dogg won his battle because uh, uh because <laughs> half of that shit was produced by Dre. Dog, it was like as soon as the beat come on, you like ah oh, shit, this nigga won. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> but it it it'll be um, it'd be entertaining, it, it'd be dope for the culture. Any two people, I I mean, 
Man, I don't. Jay Z Nas would be too, though. Yeah, yeah, but it, they, it would be. It's kind of like yeah, that's a whole New York I, type. I feel like they deserve that. You know, at least Nas. I feel like he deserve a piece of that. You know what I mean? Because, like I said about they, you know, they pass uh, beefs and all that kind of stuff. I feel like some people want to see how they will songs. Okay, so listen, this is where I'm gonna go with you. Who have who have been the most famous people to have been in the country? Say that again. Who who are the most famous people that have been in a versus oh, up shit. to this date? Fuck. Um do they even come close to Jay-Z or Nas? Um I don't really think I mean, de- so. depends on the generation. I'm going to look up the list of everything to, uh, that that's happened because there's a lot that we don't even. Yeah, that we haven't yeah. even paid attention to. Yeah, so let's see. Who'd they do? Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Okay. Gucci Jeezy. Okay, part one. All right, part one. The the first the season one, as they're calling it, was start off with Swiss versus Timberland. Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. The Dream versus Sean Garrett. Neo versus John Austin. French Montana versus Tory Lanes. Uh Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. Ryan Tedder versus Benny Blanco. T Payne versus Lil John. Rizza versus DJ Premier. Island versus Ape. Ape. Uh, Erica Badu versus Bill Scott, uh, Nelly versus Ludacris, Bounty Killer versus Man, One Twelve versus Jagged Edge. So that was the first season. Second season, uh, Kirk Franklin versus Fred Hammond. I gotta go back and watch some of these. Right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let's see what else we have. Fabulous versus Jadakiss, DMX versus Snoop, Rick Ross versus Two Chains, Brandy versus Monica, Gladys Knight versus Patty LaBelle. Those two would probably be the famous thus far. Yeah. That you would think. Um, so Jay-Z and Nas is up there, up there. Yeah. Because it well, if you're look if you're looking at the viewers so far, um, if you're looking at the viewers. Uh, just the estimated at so far the biggest one has been uh, I'm thinking it's going to be the last one uh, yeah Jeezy versus Gucci the second, the second yeah. runner up is Brandy versus Monica with 1.2 million That's- and uh, the Jeezy versus the Jeezy versus Gucci was the first one of, of season two because we had part season part one and season part two season Season one A and season one B basically. And then now season two started with uh with G uh, GZ versus Gucci. So uh, yeah. The, the lowest is crazy. <laughs> that would get some people gonna watch. Hey, you know you know it's crazy. They're gonna watch. Hey the hey, the lowest, the lowest rate one. What what do you think out of all the ones I named was the lowest viewed one? 
Kurt Franklin. What was Kurt? Actually, no. No. He was at 276,000 at peak. Okay. No, they, that he, was he, low. He, uh, he, he had more than Alicia Keys and John Legend, who had 154,000. I think that was a bad matchup. I can see why that was so low. The lowest is... Um, it's a producer battle. Ryan Tedder versus Benny Blanco. Uh, okay. Crazy, because Benny Blanco's does some big records. The second lowest is Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. Producer battles. Yes. Yep. T T Pain and Little John had was up there with two hundred seventy thousand. Thought that would have been more. Yeah, I would have thought that too, but it wasn't bad. But the 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 part two of the first season, uh, it it depending who it was, they would um. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, it, not too bad, you know. Fucking two hundred seventy six thousand for Kurt Franklin, uh, versus Fred Hammond, Alicia Keys, John Legend, one hundred fifty four thousand, Fabulous and Jada Kiss, three hundred eighty seven thousand. I gotta go back and watch some DMX. Versus, yeah, that should have been more too. See, DMX versus Snoop only had five hundred twenty five thousand people. I thought it'd be more. Rick Ross versus Two Chains, uh, two hundred fifteen thousand. Brandy Monica, Brandy versus Monica, like I said, one point two million. Robert Knight versus Patty LaBelle, six hundred thousand. And then you know, season two started, and that was Gucci versus uh, Jeezy, one point eight million at the apex peak. So there you go. The consensus is we can't really determine who could go up against Jay. No, I like I I do like Eminem. I do like Eminem. I feel like that over Jay Z and Nas makes more sense in this climate for some reason it'd get more viewers and at the end they perform renegade together yeah you know what kanye would kanye uh illy said uh um he mentioned kanye right now i don't know if you mentioned it specifically towards the thing but easy verse jay is interesting as well but jay's gonna play some beats that kanye made him and shit correct yeah and that would be good because they haven't been talking they could they could do a versus like like Gucci yeah. and Jeezy did, and at the end the they could perform fucking niggas in Paris fifteen thousand times. Yeah, but wouldn't that kind of like give uh, uh, a lot more credit to Ye? Uh, Ivy, no, you know Ivy says y'all think Nas and Jay would get more views. No, Kanye versus Jay would definitely get more views. Yeah, but would it be as solid of a battle? Uh, yeah, I think so. Kanye Kanye arguably has more hits than both of them. What are we talking about? Kanye versus Jay? No, I'm saying, who are we talking about? Solo hits? What are we talking about? Right. I think all. We're talking about like production credits too. Does he get to play those? No, See, no. I'm, I'm that tight. If if it's not yeah. on if it's not on his if they're it's not on if it's, if not, it's not, not on their albums, I don't think they should be able to play it. Yeah. On it. Yeah. So that would have been the same thing with uh 50 going at game. And then 50 says, but you can't play any songs that I'm on. That, that's actually that's actually what there's only two three two yeah they, sure. don't, they don't necessarily have a lot because they beef right after he, the first album. yes right 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 but he was talking about his biggest hits yeah I don't, you know I don't, what i mean like what yeah. what can game really play that could keep up with 50. well that's just saying that 50 can't fucking do the same shit because those some of those songs were on his album too it's just one of them ain't it yeah i think one of them 
But yeah, uh, yeah, I I think um, it it'll be a good battle just just for the culture because they have they had their little beef and shit too. But yeah, mm-hmm. fucking, um, Kanye has had multiple hits on el- every album he's put out. Jay hasn't had mo- he, he hasn't, and by multiple hits, I'm I'm talking about three or more. Jay hasn't consistently had three or more hits commercial hits off each album. What I'm saying is, um, and and that that's he has way more albums than Kanye, where he's got at least two on it, which builds his shit up. Plus, I've got, in my opinion, I have multiple classic albums of Jay Z where I can play like just about anything off this shit. This shit is gonna fucking rock. You could do that with every album up to fucking Life of Pablo. I like Life of Pablo a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bro, I'm so weird. I'm so weird, bro. I swear to God, like two or three days ago, dog, I played about six songs off Life of Pablo just sitting in my car, dog. You were, were you depressed that day? A little bit. <laughs> that makes sense, then. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Was, um, but no, like, I, I, I really like Kanye versus J2. It, it really had to be like M, M or J, because um, I can't really. Like, like who, who from Jay Z's? So this is why Illy the, said something about Fat Joe too earlier, but Fat Joe don't stack up either. Nah, he doesn't stack up. Um, you think of Fat Joe, you only think of one hit. Uh, what lean back? Yeah. Nah, it's more than that. Well, I know there's more than that, but right off the type, uh, top of your head, your head, you think of one. Did he do "Make It Rain"? Yeah. Well, was that his song? I make it red on them hoes. I don't know if it was his. I think that was his. And Wayne, yeah, he yeah, really said he thinks it gets tricky because you got to choose the right twenty. The song selection got to be on point. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, that that's dope. Uh, that's why I like it. That's what that's where the DJs come in. I don't, yes. I don't, I don't think, I don't think a lot of these artists. I, I think Do you Jay think they go in with a plan. I don't think they go in with a plan. I think he's kind of really up to the DJ, really. Which Isn't the playlist already out? No, they they, they just what like leading up to the shit. Everybody just like posts these playlists that these sites randomly pick. If if we are these artists, these are the twenty songs that I would put up against each other type shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it it isn't. You know, but um, I mean, I I would it, it would be it would be cool to see uh Jay Jay and Kanye doing it just because of of their little. Their their little uh thing they've been going through since Kanye been acting all crazy and shit over the last. Did they ever squash it? I don't. Every time it seems to be squashed, fucking Kanye says something else that might be questionable. Yeah. So you never know. Um, Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Ivy. Real talk. Jay can put his catalog on shuffle and win. That yeah. <laughs> That's pretty close. To yeah. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate, no, that's that's, oh, that's really man. close to accurate. Rome, I know you feeling that one. <laughs> it's like, like, I just, I just don't see it any other way, dog. I don't even see how Jay Z can lose. It's just so many. Yeah, yeah, he he got that uh, he got that Midas touch. Yeah, that's that's exactly he. It's it, it's. It's all subjective, like everything else, and, and it's all fucking in our heads because we know it's never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Next one we're gonna get, maybe we will get the fucking the the fifty in game. Um, that would be okay. They 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 seem they seem fucking okay with it. 
50 had mentioned something about it and uh game uh said something to whack 100 to, to let uh 50 know that he'd be down with it too so that was a couple weeks ago i would really just watch it just to hear what uh petty shit 50 got to say yeah Illy, yeah I'm, I'm a big j fan big j fan too but i'm kind of a bigger kanye fan um it, it'd be a good it, it it'd be a very very good uh good good versus either him or M, and that's really the only two that i could think of putting up against him yeah so should we get in should we get into number four and, and get, get get fucking blocked on facebook or <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he said fuck it i don't know what number four is let me see <laughs> trust like i have no idea what number nobody four. hey put it in there put it in there like like what is he gonna do though okay is he really gonna block us all right so oh, indy indy who's not here right now because he's he's, he's uh he's either himself. at work or he's uh he's home now but he's he's got uh the mandalorian review and and uh, all the other uh, nerd mix and A plus opinion Kaisen. shit that he does. Um, he's a really busy guy, and um, he probably hates us right now, but we love him. We love him, man. We Shout love you, Andy. For real, yes. Um, but he had this opinion ass. that Will Smith <laughs> would be the perfect artist to go up against Jay Z, and that he would. Did he say that he would win? I'm pretty yeah, sure that he course. said he would win. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I am as well. Uh, music and acting. Yes. Uh but he doesn't have a shot. Yeah. Not one. He doesn't Not have a one. shot. Like, were you gonna put a big Willie style against dirt off your shoulder? Like, like how against how Bro. exactly does this you go? can honestly put big Willie style up against well shit. so this is what I will say. Summertime probably wins around. Oh yeah. That wins around. You gotta put you're gonna put fucking uh Parents just don't understand versus ninety nine problems or some shit like yeah, like how do you match this shit and up? Can he can he get jiggy Ellie, with it? Ellie, he said, "Man, stop!" Hey, <laughs> that was Indy. That was Indy. That's the boy. That's the hey. boy, man. That's what he said. Yeah, parents like, don't what? understand versus meet the parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? So. Yeah, I love yeah. getting jiggy with it. Getting like jiggy with versus fucking Yo. big pimping. Yeah. <laughs> <My> yeah. <laughs> big pimping is interesting though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, theoretically, oh, you you, shit, you you could man. see what uh what Ill, how how Will Smith will fucking stack up against it, but sometimes you don't know if Indy's trolling or not. Buddy is tripping. Um, I'm not. I'm going with trolling. For that one, because I don't think I don't think he really feel like that, bro. He, can't. he probably does, and I'm arguing with myself because he probably do. He probably, <laughs> yeah, I'm does, arguing bro. with myself. Indy, come in the group chat and let us know if he was playing or not. He can't because he, can, he left. Because he left the group chat today. He'll be back. He'll be back. Well, we someone has to put him back. Yeah, in. we have he'll to. We have to put in. him back in. Oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> we have to invite him back, and he'll probably he he's not gonna gonna do it. No, he's he'll fucking um he won't jump in yet. He'll wait. He don't like us right now. That's all good. Still like him. Yeah, I love him. But uh biting him back So Jay is gonna yeah, who yeah. Nobody. 
Yeah. So just being straight anyway, up. We're gonna uh the most famous person that they would we're gonna segue be able to invite into the rap album of the year nominees that syndrome brought up uh earlier in the show that i wanted to hold off to do a, a segment itself on so year after year it's a bunch of commercial hip-hop shit that sells the most and shit like that that's usually nominated for album of the year um like for instance a couple of years ago uh when cardi b won when invasion of privacy won the rap album of the year people were all fucking in their feelings and shit like that. I, I like the album, so I didn't give a fuck. I really, I actually, the intro to that I album, wasn't even mad about that it. intro to that album really. is one of the greatest album intros of all time. I still bang it. I don't even fuck with Cardi like that, but um, that, she that, came that, solid for a debut. The intro to that album is fucking insane. It, well, it's listen, she got some songs on that album. Bodak Yellow is on that album. You know mm-hmm. that shit went up. Yeah. And so, listen, shout out to Cardi because she performed those records. But whoever is writing the motherfuckers for her, dog, that motherfucker <laughs> fire too. Because that shit is crazy. Yeah. Especially this intro. Do you think she really had a ghostwriter for that, or could she pull that out her ass? Well, see, she's she's been rapping for longer than people think. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. put out series and series of mixtape. Yeah. And if you go back. And you pick any two songs from any from everything she's did, you could you see the growth. And this mm-hmm. is before yes. she was on Love and Hip Hop. She was, it was mm-hmm. before all this bullshit. So you could see that there's growth. You could see that she can't rap. I don't know exactly how much of shit she writes now, but it doesn't really matter because fire album. It's you know it, it <laughs> they fire album yeah they, they fucking did fire. what they, they they accomplished what they set out to do mm-hmm. so anyway this year 2020 rap album of the year nominees um, black habits by d smoke and everybody's like who the fuck <laughs> which is crazy uh you uh, won that contest didn't well, I mean, uh oh my god i just saw it today on netflix uh uh the fucking show had Chance the rapper and Ti and her as the judge and Cardi, yeah, he won that shit. Um, smoked that shit, and they got some yeah phenomenal artists. That so he won. D Smoke won that contest, and he dropped shit. this album called ba- uh, Black, Black Habits. Habits. Black Habits, and now it is nominated. Album. Now it's nominated for a uh, best rap album. Bad. Who, who did he drop it with? I don't know. Mm, was it? It wasn't it was independent. Bad. He got some type uh, of deal. Uh, whatever, whatever the deal was. Whatever the deal was. That yeah, they, that they yeah. The, the, the winner got oh, it. Okay. Okay. I got to look that up real quick. Got yeah. some money in. And- so th- this this goes down in history because no, like, the, these these uh, contest winners don't, kind they kind of fizzle out. I mean, American Idol produced, you know, people like Kelly Clarkson and shit Correct. like that. I think, did Ruben Stuttered win a fucking Grammy? Yes. So, you know, but it, it's rap. Like, only thing you remember of a fucking rap fucking talent show type thing is Diddy making them motherfuckers walk across the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Did, did they get nominated for, and, and, but, for that song? But you know who also came out came out of fucking, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a rap thing. What was it? It was, uh, what was, what he came off of? He came off of um, Gentleman's Club, I think, Riff Raff. That's where he came off of. Riff Raff started on, the, like, that Gentleman's Club or whatever. Uh, uh show yeah 
Rhythm and Flow was the name of that show y'all think yeah, Rhythm about. and Flow, that was it, rhythm yeah. So D-Smoke run, uh, won Rhythm and Flow, got his, did his little, took his little winnings and whatever and put out this Black Habits album that is now nominated for a rap album of the year in the Grammys. So the Grammys, yo. Um, the it's next not- album I will I, I will go over is a written testimony by Jay Electronica, which why it was okay. It was all mm. music that I heard in 2012. The only addition mm. was Jay Z was on every fucking song. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. So, he wasn't on every fucking song. Well, you know, listen, what I mean. bro. Listen, <laughs> Bill, you're the industry insider, brother. So you heard these songs back in 2012, and he just didn't put them out. A lot of these, a lot of these hit blogs and shit as, as Lucy's throughout the years. So he just put out a collection of just music that he did over nine years. Yeah. Was this? This is his debut. This is his debut. He's yeah. Out. Well, this and then then he uh put out other old shit too. Hold on, let me look at the uh let me Mixed look at tapes. the uh but a written testimony, a solid album. Um, not the debut that I was expecting from Jay no, because it was it was yeah. a bunch of fucking yeah. shit that I that I knew Jay-Z was on more than half the tracks, Mm-mm, fella. You can't do your own debut, you gotta do a, a double album to get your shit off, bro. Let's see. Hold on. Let me. Let it me. wasn't a bad album. It wasn't a bad album, but it wasn't sure. Just what, what me personally. Bro. <laughs> thank bro. you. Bro. It wasn't what I expected. Bro. A, a Grammy nod over this. Bro, I heard shiny like six, probably off the top of my head. Bro, shiny, uh, shiny suit theory came out a long time ago. That I, that song was out a long fucking time. Ago. Yeah. Hey, Ivy. Yep, look what Ivy said. That's ex- hey, I called it the same thing when it came out. Watch the throne too. That's what I called that fucking album. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I remember you saying that shit. Definitely said that he's he, the one. Who he told me. a big portion. Um, yeah. So let let let's let's go into uh, in in into let's talk a little bit more about it. Why I I got, let me get this link together real quick for somebody, uh, not to come in but to watch. But uh, yeah, it's well, we uh, got, we got to go through the rest of the albums, all right? We we yeah, we're gonna go through the rest of them, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna save you know what for last. Um, okay. And of ba- course, yeah. Basically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, it's what like I've been waiting for his album since Exhibit C. Correct. You know, it's so it's like, hey, this is this is what we all want. This is what we all thought we're, we're gonna get something on that caliber. And here it is. Here's a bunch of shit that's wild. It's dope. It's not satisfying the hunger that we've had for you if you're a fan of fucking of of Jay Electronica. Which this is true. Which I was. I got well, I am Jay Z, which I'm cool with. You know what? Yeah, me too. Bro, I, I was happy because I got new Jay Z. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I was mad though. Like, dog, this nigga on every song. Bro, fuck you think you Raekwon and uh and Ghostface some shit, <laughs> nigga. We just want to hear your project, my nigga. That's that's exactly exactly, bro. And that's not what it was gonna be. It it's I don't know why it was like that. I, I wish I did, but it's I mean that's that's what it is. Okay, um, basically with that, 
Uh, we move on to Nas that we were talking about earlier, King's, King's Disease. Disease. Why it was not a bad album. <coughs> it's not. I don't. I don't hit. What are your issues with the album, Bill? Go ahead, Sam. Nas is dope. I love Nas. Nas is always dope, but he only sounds good over certain shit, and Hit Boy really wasn't it for me. Ooh, I disagree. Some of it, them it, was it, fire. Yes, the beats were fire, but it's just like bro. Nas, Nas here, check it out. Nas needs beats that aren't bad, aren't great, but are decent. What so, from Kanye? No, no, not from Kanye. I didn't <laughs> not like that album at all. That was horrible. <laughs> Horrible album. You the, guys are King's man, Disease was bro. fucking leaves and bounds better. Was leaves and bounds better? Yeah, King, yeah. But, King's Disease is better than that though. But but I don't like anything distracting from what Nas is saying. I don't think it is. I I think it's fitting. Um, a few of those songs he really took me back to old Nas. I think that's where he was going with it on a couple tracks. I'll give you that he probably tried a little too hard. But Nas's flow is. Bro, that shit it's incomparable. Bro. Like you, you can't. Five, yeah. Ultra black. Mm. So good hearing that shit, man. Wasn't it good hearing uh, uh Foxy again? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the firm feature. I felt like they. Now all of them over a hit boy beat. Nasty. A little different. Yeah. I want to hear it, but I want to hear them over some dusty old premiere shit, though. Mm, mm -hmm. you know, what I did like, you know, like as I was listening to it, I was going through it, I was going through it, and it'll, it'd be losing me here and there um, to the, you know, to the point where I was like, man, shit. But then, fucking when the firm shit came on, and right at the end when you heard Dre, Dre's voice, mm -hmm. you got re-energized for the, for the last half of the album. Like oh shit! <laughs> it was it, it wasn't a bad album. It's it's, it's still it's it's still in my my uh in in my rotation of shit. That like I said, it's in 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 my seven things that I'm listening to on on Apple Music. It's in the top seven things. So. Do you think it's Grammy worthy? Do I think it's Grammy worthy this year? I mean, it's all subjective, but yeah, I I, I put it up there. Okay. There's only, there's only, I, I, I can, I can name at least three albums right off the top of my head that I liked better than King's Disease. What are they? Price of Tea in China, Bodie James, the okay. Gun album, Pray for Paris. Um, I think the Conway album was better than King's Disease. Yeah, that's man, true. that's tough because I agree. Special though, also Hit Boy. Benny's album was dope, but I don't think this was better than Plugs. I've met. It's not much that's better than Plugs. I've met. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's like I said, it, it's West got the hardest song this year, though. Yeah, it was uh, got 500 who, ounces. Who you say? I, I like I, I like Pray for Paris was one of my favorite of the year too, um, but um, really, like out of everything. Um, it it sucks because I'm I'm such a uh uh independent connoisseur, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And even though technically it wasn't a uh it, it's it's a mid major album, but I don't I don't even I don't even fucking reasonable drop wasn't 
dropped this year, was it? It was dropped in 2019, wasn't it? December. December, yeah. I, I don't know the window. Dope he, ass fucking yeah. nigga. I, I, I would like to, like, th- that album plays from front to back, so, I mean. Hey, bro. If you haven't heard the trill, the stove got reasonable drought, bro. Go check that shit out. Will do. Because I have not heard it. Bro. Hey, he was. Man. What's the tone? Out the stove guy cooks, man. It, it's crack rap. It's crack. He's it's, dope, but at bruh, his finest. He he on another level at bruh. his finest. Okay. He All on right. level with that shit, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I do thirty for thirty. The um, yeah, thirty. <laughs> bro, hey, he's going crazy. On he that. had that much to say. Bro, he's talking about the same thing every track, dog. And, he being a dope boy, but that shit cold, but though. It, yeah, it's but it's different. Yo, one. that shit, man. Shout um, out to Stove, man. I fuck with that shit though. Now this shit's dope. It's um, but it's it's it, it's not my favorite of the year. Um, and that takes us to Royce to Five Nine, the Allegory, which was a phenomenal album. I think that's Indy's pick. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, it, it's definitely not. Yeah. Um, I, it was a little long. I, I don't think anybody was, needs to drop 22 songs. It nowadays. was a tad bit long, a tad bit long. And I, I think for that reason, it's going to take him out of the running. Very dense album though, man. That shit was cold. That shit took me probably a lot of great features. So yeah, aside from the features, like we can talk about the production. He produced the whole thing himself. Yeah, yes. yes. He that that's yes. that's what I love about it. Yes. He literally Very started impressive. producing. He literally got back into producing like two years ago. Yeah. And he, he's he's in the studio every day just fucking just fucking building and building and building and building and building just like a full catalog of beats. And he's sending them out to every anybody in the industry. They mm-hmm. don't even ask for him. He just like emails people in the industry fucking Royce beats and people are like, okay, I'm gonna rap on this Royce beat because he sent it to me. Of course. It's, it's a couple of tracks where you could tell like it got that beginner sound to it, you know, like it's not finished, but when, you know, the features and the spitting comes on it, it's like, I can still rock with this. Yeah. I felt like he did an excellent job with that shit. Yeah. yeah. That, that That's why I would love, I would love to see him win just because he produced the whole thing. You know, he curated the whole thing. He, he like he was his own fucking producer, his own executive producer, his own A and R. He it's literally like a one man band fucking type thing. He's uh, not gonna win though. I don't think he's gonna. Win. No, the, it, it's gonna come down to two people. Um, um, and we're we'll get into that right now. It's gonna come down to probably Nas and Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist Del Fredo album. Jesus, that's. Hey. That's the two um, that I that the consensus is that that is going to come down to. Um, Alfredo is a fucking bro. I hate to I sometimes I hate to say stuff early or like make a prediction on something though, but I feel like that's a classic record though. Yeah, it's 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 it follows it follows the new norm. It's not too little. It's not too much. Yep. Um. The Alchemist produced the whole thing. The whole thing, and and I believe they, I believe they recorded it in like a week and a half. It was like it was like nine or ten days that that they got it done. 
You would know better than us. So, um, I, that I, album, um, that's impressive. Yeah, the album is overall really that, no dog. That is impressive. It it was um, what it it was a it was a long time coming. They've done a couple one offs in here and there, but yep. I mean, it, it's it's ten songs, so it, it gives you that LP feel. Um, because a lot a lot of these seven track uh LPs that are coming out nowadays that are dope, it's still leaving you wanting a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yep. But EP feel. Then you get those artists who give you a little bit more, but that little bit more is way overkill. Here's 17, 18, 19, 20 songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. People's attention spans, even with good music, ain't, ain't like that no more. And like Illy said a little bit ago, I waited to highlight this comment until we got got to the end to the last album. Uh, let's keep it a buck. Fred, Fred album might be the best album in the list, and and he's a Royce fan. It's it's a good listen. Yeah, and it got yeah. and, and it got the features. It got the features it's from really good from all the corners. He got a feature from Rick Ross. Yep. Um, uh, that they did a video for. He got the track with Benny that they did. Like Fred went to Miami for like a week and did like three videos. So he did the one with Rick, the one with Benny. Um. He got uh, Conway's on there and Tyler, the creator, out of nowhere. Well, he be he be fucking around with them. He yeah, he, West album too. He's a uh, he uh like with Tyler. He's a uh, Fred's like performed at uh, their uh, camp Flogno like like yeah. a few times. So they got that. And plus, Earl Sweatshirt was on the Pinata album. Nigga, that Pinata album. Yeah, Earl Sweatshirt. So is pin- like see, he, here's a fun here's, uh, here's a fun fact. Uh, when you vote for for what happens is here's the list of albums and the members of the academy vote for the albums and the albums that get the most votes get nominated for album of the year. Mm-hmm. And when the year Pinata came out, it was on that list to be voted for for album of the year, but it didn't make it. Okay, I really thought Bandana really deserved it too because Bandana was the album of the year last year, bro. Um. But also a very fire album, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got it this year. Uh, him and Alchemist. Uh, Eminem even fucking shout out Alchemist for the for the Grammy nod. And there's a weird there's a weird uh history between Fred and uh and Eminem because something Fred said to like Paul Rosenberg one day or some shit, some Jew comment I think he made or some shit. What? <laughs> and he's still holding it against him. Yeah, he, he was banned. He was banned from Shade Forty Five for a long time. Because of Damn. it, <laughs> so I don't, I don't think it really matters now because him and Royce are real cool and shit like that. Royce is like the peacemaker nowadays and shit like that. Yeah, uh, Jeezy, Fred, and Eminem had a song that never came out because uh, uh, Paul called Jeezy and said he couldn't put it out because M didn't he didn't know that Fred was going to be on it. So that's your story time. Jeezy and Fred did a hook and uh, did uh. Jeezy and Fred did verses and M did a hook. There's also, I mean, you can find it online. If you Google it, it is online. We no leaked it long, yeah, we leaked it a long time ago. Uh, there's also there's also a track with uh, T.I. Okay. Jeezy, T.I., and Fred called Pull Up. That That's on, that's on the internet, too. He's real easy to find. But um, it, it's a dope album all the way through. Uh, got They did videos for a couple of them. And Great features. Great features. Him and, and Benny are, points in the are rumored to be working on an EP. Oh, word. Shout out to Gibbs, man. 
I'll say rumored because you know, you I know fuck with it, man. Goes. Uh, Ivy, go ahead. He said, uh, I got a question for your fellas, though. Go ahead. Oh, no, that was Illy. Go ahead, Illy. My bad. Feel free to ask away. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I hope he wins because he's the first Gary artist since I mean, I don't know if, if it would have been Mike. I, have, I haven't researched it. If Mike got nominated, or it might have been Janet that maybe got nominated last, mm-hmm. but Mike might have got nominated after he died for something. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's history, you know, hate them or love them. You know, you got to root for the, for the home team. We root for the home team. Um, I think it's Grammy worthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, shout out to him for doing the great art. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I, I can't. I can't really uh, speak on my album of the year yet. My favorite of the year yet because I haven't looked to see what might drop for the rest of the year. We still got a couple weeks. Um, it's it's still it's Grammy season though, man. We we're ninety three percent done with the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know if that math is good. Guys, I'm waiting for Illy to ask the question. There's like, I think there's like a fucking 15 to 30 second delay from the time we talk to the time you guys see and hear what we're doing. But, uh, damn, is that true? We got to ask away. Yeah, we got a little. I don't know exactly how long it is, but it's because if YouTube gonna ban us, my album of the year, the best album that I've heard this year, shout out to the Alchemist again, was. The price in China. Oh, you like that Bully James joint? Was yeah, that Bully James. Yeah, that Bully James was crazy, yo. Al is dope, and then I think. Well, I really like Bully James these days, though. I really like that Detroit Two album. Yeah, I really like that. I like what Big Sean had to say, and he showed a lot of growth. And um, I feel like it was a a very solid album. My favorite West album. I'm, gonna, is, I'm about to piss a lot of people off right now. My, my favorite yeah. West album right now, though, is Pray for Paris. That definitely should have been nominated, though. That's what I feel. I, I think it should have been. Uh, I mean, probably. But it's, it's all Paris subjective. Very strong album. That's what carried me through most of this. Illy, year. Illy said, uh, Besides personal issues some cats have with Fred, who locally can compete with Gibbs? Skill wise, the homie free. Is the sharpest rapper from the two one nine that got it, in my opinion. Freeze dope, and him and Fred have worked on a couple Freeze songs together. Nice, nice. Um, and honestly, the people in Gary right now, uh, they're nobody. It's a couple people. It's, uh, it's a couple people. It's, it's it's a couple people. I don't think so. Why why are you looking at it like that? Is it just because of your personal? No, uh, I, because I I, ha- I haven't heard I haven't heard it yet. Cause you don't listen to anything. This is true. Hey, I listen to more than everybody thinks. <laughs> you don't listen to shit. You'd be surprised. I think, that, I think that that's true too, though. You'd be surprised. I think that that's true too. What Bill is saying is true, but you still don't listen to a lot of. I, I listen. I, I listen to what I need to listen to. There's too many people out here trying to do it that I'm not going to waste my time listening to everybody who drops something. Hmm. Like there's 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 people who got who have the um, 
who have um who have talent. They don't have a shot at all, but they have talent. So I'll give them I'll give them a once over. And what separates me from advancing them, no matter what their talent level is, is and how they're sounding. They could have all the talent, talent, but if if their if their project sounds like trash sonically, I'm not going to continue to listen to it. Okay, you know, so it's there's I, a lot of. I still have a couple people. Who are you? Couple people. Uh, so one I would say, uh, Dominic Canner. Okay, no. Grappo is. Yeah, I, I don't think he did. He's not lyrically on par with Fred. Mm, no. That's what the question so then, was. So then let's let's so let's clear it up. It's about just skill. Yeah, he said who who locally can compete with Gibbs skill wise. The homie free is the sharpest rapper from the 219 that got it in his opinion. It's a lot of skills that you could add into that. When skills come, it could be delivery, it could be wordplay, it could be uh, cadence. You you know what I mean? It's really up there. It's it's cats that can rap with him though. Now look, she's got she's she's dope. Swank is dope too. Yes, mm-hmm. I listen to his shit. I don't listen to as much G Scott music as people think. If he would put it out. <laughs> I got a lot of it, so I know you do. <laughs> um, no, it's it's um. There's a lot of people out here with talent, but even if they got the same exposure, they, they still wouldn't do it. What do you mean? It, it's. I think that's tough to say. It, it's. We don't. Who out here has the it factor? You have to have that personality too. And even if he didn't rap, he, he'd probably be a viral star on Instagram just for his Instagram. A lot of these people don't have the backing that they need I think to that's have. Kind of fair to say to the, though, I think that's kind of fair to say. Um, I think there are people out here though that if they were put in that position, that they could do that too. I think. Maybe, maybe one, maybe two. It's a few. They just need the backing. And that's the thing. <laughs> and that's they the thing. That's what, the that's what they don't understand. Yeah, like Illy said, I'm saying whole package. There, there's only one person out here right now who has a whole package to go, and, and, and that's young Gerald. Because I, I don't think there's anybody else out here that's verified on social media. And shit like that. So he's only the whole package. What's the whole package? Basically ready to hit the ground running. If they're like, here, here's a distribution deal. Here's, and let's go. We want to release some shit right now. G Scott's the only one that's totally ready from out here. And those blue checks make a hell of a difference. Do you think he would take that deal? If somebody, if if Universal right now said, yes. here you go. Yes, because I put a gun to his head and make him sign a deal. You know what it's going to be, though. You know they're going to hit him with a 3-6. Uh, there's, you know what? 
what's wrong with the 360 deal? Because they're putting, they're going to make sure you're making money in all avenues so they could get their cut. Mm. Mm, that still kind of sucks, though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's still, um, that's giving, that's him giving up everything. It all depends how, how long the term of the deal is, too. Yeah. It, it's not giving up everything. If it's, it's just, if it's, it's a just distribu- giving up a percentage of what you, yeah, you need. Right. And and it's not and it's not like I'd advise him to sign a deal that I haven't read and signed off on. Let's remember, guys, I would, you know, mm-hmm. first rodeo. Yeah, these deals is tough out there. Yeah, so it, it, it'd be uh he he'd be a better to get a um you definitely don't want a songwriter deal, but you you definitely want a publishing deal and a distribution deal. That's what you want because you don't need no money from them. You could do everything yourself. You need marketing capital. Which is yes. that's all they need. You're not putting you're not putting hard copies into stores. There's very few artists that are putting hard copies in stores. You know, you know, you're not gonna make no I money would, from from the music and like that. Though. I would want to be that big where I had to worry about that. And right now, in the store. and and who's signing deals right yeah, now? Like, who's offering deals when they can't get no money from anybody anyway? They can't put you on tour anywhere. Where are they gonna sell your merch at? Places are fucking closing down everywhere. We're what? What? What time is it? In fucking two hours, we're back to phase two here. Jesus. So fucking hate Indiana. <laughs> we 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 get these album of the year nominees, and and even though I'm happy with them because it, it's the, the lyricists actually get shine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. It's fucked up. It's 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 so much shit that we weren't introduced to because of the pandemic. Like we've li- yeah. we've lived a sheltered sheltered little existence, where there's been a lot of releases, but we've only delved into uh, like a shallow end of the pool. We haven't mm-hmm. ventured into the deep end because we found what we liked and it just through. It was Rev. Rev said he uh, said no to a distribution deal with Universal. You just you also said no to a bunch of fucking questions we asked too. He didn't even say no half of the time. He just didn't say shit. It was a drinking game. That night was a drinking was game. Drank every time we asked him a question instead hey, of answering. Did you go back and watch? It, it? was a drinking game. No, not yet. I haven't either. <laughs> I just like. I just feel like but, I'm uh, gonna be disappointed because I felt disappointed after the interview. Like, damn. But G G Scott G Scott's okay. I feel is the only package. I like Dominic Cantor too, but really like and, and not not any not to insult him anyway. He's very talented, but his music is kind of every song's kind of about the same kind of thing almost. Okay. So and and he's he's not I a rapper. Like, I, 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 like I don't I don't put good. him I don't put him in that rapper category though. So, so he's, I put him in a like the R and B category because he's more he's he's basically singing as shit. So, but he's really rapping. Though. I mean, he you know, I I put two K Dre over him. Nelly got yeah, I, I like Dre though, but I, I like both of them though. Yeah. So G Scott, um, and you, you know what though, you know what I'd be afraid of of everybody out here. They get the deal. But they don't got the work ethic to fucking get it done. That's why there's a handful of artists. Like Canner would be on that list. He got his own little setup where so he could record whenever he wants. Uh young Gerald, of course, is of course is on that list. Uh 2K Dre be working his ass off. Um 
Uh, Critical will be working his ass off, but Critical will be more of a song, get a songwriter deal. Um, um, same thing with like um, uh, like a little publishing deal. And uh, I mean, they do crazy on stage too, though. He's a hell of a performer. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it's hard here. because I've I've been on both ends. I've mm-hmm. been here. I've been here when there was really an, an industry. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, from like '97 to 2002, when there was a real industry here, and then, you know, I've I've been here since then, and then I've seen it from the professional level, right? You know, so it's it's the industry changes so much. What was dope then, and and you know, Coley Coley is probably Coley might have it wrapped up a little more in G Scott, uh, because Coley got the whole the whole merch angle too. Mm-hmm. So Coley's probably the most total package, and I don't know why I didn't think about it earlier. That's another one, like Coley's probably the most total Shout package. To world, yeah, because he branded. had because he's branded, like yeah. he has a whole like, ass hip hop baby line that yeah, he's that's that's his main money maker because music can't be no driving force right now this year because we can't do anything. Our hands have been tied. Uh, G Scott is definitely nice. G Brown has a dope move. D Brown definitely does have D a dope Brown. movement. Yes. Swank is dope too. Uh, Sense and Fits have strong potential. Yeah. Uh, alien. Yeah. But the thing about it is, Illy. It's a lot of people I would give money to. Here, I give yeah. money to Scope. Here's Dollar. the thing. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I give money to James Worthy. Hmm. There's a lot of talent. I, I'll never, never deny anybody out here who has talent. I won't deny that. I will not deny them on the talent. Having talent and having what it takes to make it, that it factor is bigger than the talent that you have. The labels will sign an artist that is mediocre, that will work 10 times harder than somebody who is great, that is works whenever they kind of want to. I think there's, I think there's people that would, if they got that money, they w- it would work. Oh yeah, there definitely is. If they got some, if they got some machine behind them, mm-hmm. like I'm talking about. But the problem is, brandable people. But the problem is, even though the artist out here, even even though Coley's the 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 best all around, ready to go, um, I would have to uh, say that. Um, I was about to say, G Scott, Scott is the most before. appealing because he could go You've every in, avenue that you need You've to been go. In the industry before that, I will give you credit on. So, but I feel like it's some people, man. It's some people we can get by. Yeah, it definitely is. But every, here, here's what people need: people or artists are like. I'm not even gonna call them artists. I'm sorry. These rapidy rappers be like. Um, I got a hit. I got a banger. Blah blah blah. First, they got to learn it's not up to them. You're not making music for yourself. You have to make popular music if you if you, if if you want if you want to be rich and famous. And they're not. I don't even think half these motherfuckers are trying to even do it for the money. They're trying to do it for the clout that everybody wants nowadays. That's what that's what I think a lot of these people that are getting to it now are doing it for. But if if you if you want if you want to make a living of it, you have to make popular music. So making yes. the, the making the music you want to make, you're probably more likely just going to stay a local person, maybe regional. And when I say regional, not over here, because 
there's only been a very few artists that have broken to out of the out of the the northwest indiana area into the chicagoland area and i don't mean the people who go pay to record out there i mean people that went when when major artists come to perform in chicago when the booking artist calls the indiana northwest indiana artists and was and, mm -hmm. and would be like yo come perform mm -hmm. it, that shit don't happen anymore because it's all janky promoters pay to play mm -hmm. so back in the day rick uh rick jill fucking uh uh the mcgs and all they'd open for these big acts in in chicago and in, in indianapolis but it's not like that anymore so first you have to take over where you're from you can't you 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 can't be the best in the city in the city that's has a crab in the bucket mentality and they're all doing the same thing that you're doing so it's it's going to be a vicious cycle of nobody doing nothing because nobody wants to fucking swallow their pride and 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 fucking let somebody go first this is very true second mm -hmm. if you get your city behind you and you get into chicago and you go regional then what then what are you going to do what's what's next are you are, are you going to sign a deal if they come for you and what what's a chicago regional hit going to going to get you because the only way you're going to get that is if you're making some kind of weird fucking drill music lately. It's so true. So how, how are you going to, how are you going to get like that? So it's, it's, it's like, it's, you probably got a better chance of hitting a, getting a fucking $10,000 ladder lottery ticket winner. Like, like for real. It's kind of true. $10,400 is the lowest you should have to invest in a single. And that's with no radio play. That's just getting it going, you know, a video, shit like that. Like radio, you want to talk radio play, and you, you, every, you know what? You no, make, make it clear, you're still talking independent. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, you can afford all this stuff with a fucking label deal. Yeah. Now, now, now you, you want to back. <laughs> No matter, it's going to be very hard to get broke on the radio, especially mm -hmm. if you ain't got no financial backing, because then you're talking about 200 grand, low end, mm -hmm. low end. For one song. And, Single. and <laughs> do not crucify me for this or anything like that, but you could go, you know, you could go do the Sunday night thing out here with KC's there and them guys at Power 92. Mm -hmm. They'll play your song. But after that, they're not going to play it at any time slot other than that and any other day, no matter how many times you call. We've done it. Until you pay. We've been there. We've been on the show. They played the song. Did it, We did an interview. They played the song. We coordinated 17 people calling and requesting this song over a thousand times in a two and a half hour period. They did not play the song. They don't. We did that three times in a two-week period. Never played the song again. All times we would call it in the middle of night, in the daytime, afternoon, early morning, nothing. So the area we're in, I don't even want to say you have to leave. Because leaving, if you have no following, it don't matter if you're leaving. Because if you're going to go to another city and then you're going to try to get on there and you have no prior connections there, got to start over. Look. 
they're not exactly going to be open minded to uh, to somebody coming in and 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 trying to make it there unless you got some kind of connection. That's why a lot of Gary artists and rappers end up in Atlanta. There's a lot of Gary people in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, and you know Atlanta was serious, you know, place for Gary people to go when Figaro said, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." Yep, true. You know, big shout out to Mutt. You know, shout exactly. Figaro, man. So there's all types of them down there, um, but even if you leave, it don't matter if you ain't got no following. Like I said, if you if you're not making decent any type of popular music, you can make all the music you want to. Mm-hmm. But if it don't appeal to anybody outside of you, you're not gonna be a viable artist. You're not you're not gonna be able to pay your bills off your art if you're the only person that likes what you're doing. And a lot of artists nowadays are so against constructive criticism and, and automatically you're a hater if you don't like anything that they put, everything they put out. It's really fucking weird. That's true too, though. It's like a weird artists, fucking... Uh, artists around here are extra sensitive and that's what causes a lot of this chaos out here, man. Exactly, it's exactly. people being sensitive about the art and, and I understand that as an artist, but at the same time, though, you gotta realize you're getting into the music business. Yep. That's where you gotta separate that shit from because somebody needs to tell you how to run your business. Yep. <laughs> this is true. No, this is true. No, no. Yeah. That, been, that's why I there's a Robville being. That's you know, it's that's, it, that's exactly what it to. is. If 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 you're really doing this, you have to do it. You can't you can't be like, hold on, I I am I I gotta go to work from this time to this time or 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 whatever. Oh, I also want to do this. I, I'm also trying to do this. You have to concentrate all your effort, all your extra money, and all that shit. It's an investment. It takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. You might not get the money back, but that's also what happens in investments. Sometimes you don't get the money back. But you you you're I mean, do you really lose if if you if you Knock something off your bucket list. No? See, that's that's exactly true, man. Because um, even me myself, I've been working on this album. Rome, don't even say. But um, you know, it's it's more about passion. If you love what you do, you still gonna do it no matter what. You know, so that's why I tell a lot of people, don't give up because you didn't have a hit on your last album. Don't worry about it. Keep it going. You know, and stay consistent with what you feel. And if you have to go out there and make that commercial hit to get on, as they say, do it if you want to. But if that's not you, then, you know, stick to your guns. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like hitting a fucking lottery. You know, you, you got a greater chance of getting hit by fucking lightning than fucking hitting it big. Like, the, the way that everything happened with Gibbs, it, it's it it's everything it's weird everything in the universe aligned for it to happen even you know he signed his interscope deal in like 2005 and it was dropped the next year you know and that was supposed to be the end of it and then they took all the shit that they took that from interscope recordings that was supposed to be his debut album they took all that material and released it as like the first two mixtapes and that's why the, the, those first two mixtapes the, the quality wasn't that great because it was just a rough mixes from when they recorded it and then as he was coming up, 
you couldn't do anything in the industry if the blogs didn't uh, didn't co-sign it and the fucking blogs mm-hmm. loved it. If if he didn't come along the way the way he at the time he came along, it wouldn't have happened. Gibbs was killing some shit though. It it, it was it was insane. Was around that you know, to be to 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 be a part of it and watching it happen, and at the same time, like villain radio and, and the villain radio brand and, and Fred's career like grew at, at the, at the same rate in the beginning, because, uh, I've started villain radio as, as a blog and as, and as an online show, I like, I've been doing this online radio shit since 2007. So me and Fred even did a show together called fucking with Fred on Thursday nights for like six months. I remember. Yeah. So fucking, um, I, I would get new material to debut before all the other blogs got it. So I debuted it first and all the other blogs would take it from me. So villain radio was growing. I was writing for Vlad TV at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Vlad would be getting mad because I posted the villain radio first. And I would do that is because my writing sample and my, for my, my job application for Vlad TV was to, to submit a writing sample. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a, a shit was something about Fred. It was basically an album review for the miseducation of Freddie Gibbs, that first big mixtape. So he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, he knew I knew Fred. He's like, oh, this ain't a, you can't use this job to hype up your, your, your homies. So uh, I'm going to give you the job, but you can't be posting about him and shit like that. So I was like, you get mad at me for not giving you these exclusives. (laughs) You told me not to fucking hype my homies up. Right. You know, so villain radio grew. You know, I was a Vibe Magazine top fifty hip hop blog four years in a row. Um, got all types of interviews, all types of shit like that. Why uh, couldn't we get uh, Rev to talk like this? Because because Rev is fucking Rev, yo. So we gonna get him back when when me and Vlad had our finally had our final fucking uh uh conversation that i wasn't going to work for him no more uh my nda kicked in and so basically it was like almost a 10-year nda where i couldn't write for another publication so even though i wasn't writing for him there's all types of shit that had option my my writing before i've written right. for you know double xl online rolling stone.com on you know all that shit so i couldn't do none of that until like a month and a half ago so now, right. but the blog world's changed and I don't really, the people that I would submit the writing to before aren't even in the building. Right. Shit's not, this. it's a different fucking game nine years later. Right. So, but when that happened, that's when I kind of started to go uh, uh, work kind of for Fred and do all the shit for, with uh, Straight Slamming and ESGN. Right. And that, that lasted to about 2013 and 2013. And this area produces a lot of talent, uh, but nobody exactly knows what to do and they don't listen to the people who do know how to do what needs to be done. Mm. Uh, Cause they wanna, they wanna do it on their own, you know? So it's like I said, it's a vicious cycle. Kind of depressing, but every little, now and again, but every, but every now and again, we'll we'll get a dope ass album that we could ride to for a couple of years. And you said, music so, is so exposable nowadays. 
Hold on, Ville, you said something. And then for anybody that's listening or for anybody that's about to watch the show later, Ville said some real shit right now. Them few words that you said that nobody wants to listen to the one that's doing it. That's the problem. That's Well, that's not the problem. That's a problem. But you know, sometimes you got to humble yourself and be like, okay, maybe I don't know it all. Maybe I can't do it all, you know, and just be able to follow sometimes you know it's exactly what it is it's and you, you could you could come up with any analogy it is it's like you could be you could be a fireman putting out a fire and and there's a there's a new fireman fireman with a fucking little ass guard hose trying to put out a big ass five alarm blaze and there's a more experienced fireman fucking with a big ass one of those big ass hoses like yo use this and the newer fireman's like no i know what i'm doing type shit Yep, that was good. You know what? Guess what? You're gonna. You're, is, what's gonna happen true. is you're gonna. The game's gonna burn you up. Yep. And I've seen it happen to numerous people out here. Mm. So now let's leave the music shit alone as we're we're deep into this, and we do. I really want to get into we got, this. We got really deep into. We got it, really though. deep into it, but I really want to really get into this. This is something it. that Syndrome wanted to get into. So, oh shit, I really don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, no. You still need to send me the board, so we got to talk about it now. I'm not even really, I don't even really want to talk about this. Well, now you have to. This is going to get me in trouble. Ready? Go ahead. Announce it. What are we talking about? No, no, no. We don't want to talk about that. You got to do that. If I think I know what y'all talking about. (laughs) He he finally caught up in the group (laughs) chat. What? Juicy right now. Trail caught up in the group chat. Well, we're talking about I really it. I don't want to talk about I it. I saw it, but I forgot about it. What? How women like the toxic what? Rome? <laughs> what, bro? Because that's all you wrote. How how women like the toxic. How women like the toxic. Toxic everything. Yeah. I don't think any women are watching right now, except probably for Yosh. Shout out to Yosh. Um, but uh <laughs> She's actually probably on our side on that one. Yeah, like, like as soon as I said that, we got like four more viewers. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so shit. where do you want to start all out? Start out at there, uh, Rome, with this. I don't, I don't topic. really want to start at all. Well, bro. you have to. You put it on the board. <laughs> I wrote down all the topics, and we got through all of them all except of them. for that. The show can't end till we go through all the topics. Uh, now he's trying to blame this on me. Hey, he shouldn't have did it. I really don't want to talk about this though. Come on, you can do it. It's gonna be really good for just you just know, you know the chopping, so. you know the clips we could get from chopping this episode up when we get into this topic. I know. I feel like it's gonna embarrass me for no. It will probably go viral. <laughs> TikTok, here we come. I ain't trying to go viral. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Hey, hand me those pastries. Off my, off my off I got my the munchies. Dumbass opinion. Okay. Okay, what do you want to start? Listen, women. I'm a male chauvinist sometimes. Okay. And I just feel like women, a lot of times, you guys like that toxic ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? The or are you really yourself toxic? Really uh, nah. On a level of one to ten, what's your toxic level? Oh, I, I'm I'm pretty toxic though. I ain't gonna lie. Well, let's break it down. What do you I consider toxic? Let's let's first of all break down what is considered toxic. When you do 
fuck shit because you really don't care about the person. <laughs> All right, ref. I'm going to go ahead and get this one to view. <laughs> what do you think? Well, just like music is all subjective on what you think is toxic. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, deep opinion from Rob Field. We, we, we all, we have a consensus of what toxic is. Right? I think so, though, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what would be the most toxic trait of a woman? Like, uh, with, uh, well, uh, the most toxic trait of a man that a woman would like. Like a repeat felon. <laughs> yeah. Women love motherfuckers in jail. Am uh, I wrong? Fifth. I believe the fifth. Um, hey, you you had a woman that loved you when you were in jail. Oh, shit, no, I didn't. No, no the one that loved me when I was when I got out, but right. she knew that I was there. You know what I mean? But yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. No, they're not gonna love you while you're there. They're gonna act like they love you and support you and shit, but you know, they fucking so it don't Bro, matter you know, what you're doing while you're in there. Come home. And, okay, number two. I did one, do one. Oh, so it's on me. Yeah. Um start thinking of yours, trail. You're next. The 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 most toxic trait. Of a man, that woman, they like fucking male chauvinist ass, motherfucking dick grabbing ass, motherfuckers who, you know what I'm saying, tell they ass what to do and shit. They love that shit. Is that necessarily toxic? Hell yeah. Nigga, what? We supposed to be respecting our women, man. Yeah, because those type of guys are also real. Depends on how you do it. they're real narcissistic. They're problematic. They're real they're manipulative. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Out, out. how you how you tap the booty when she walking away after you told her to do it. No, no, no. That's not the that's that's kind of not the same though. That's kind of not the same if you got an understanding. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, you know, chauvinist motherfucking asshole ass prick. You you know what I'm talking about, Trill. Yeah. yeah. I don't put my hands on women. And right. that, leads, that leads me to my next one. Women love motherfuckers that it like seem like it yeah. sometimes. It's yeah, it's like I know I know a lot of women like that who shit continually like, that shit go back weird, to abusive yo. relationships. Yeah. But see, we can't really victim blame on that. We can get into a whole nother thing with that though. Well, right. I, you know, I too have went back to a a a a violent relationship. A, a violent relationship because you love that stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> she was beating your ass, Ville. I got punched in the face and my MacBook thrown across the room. And I grabbed my MacBook and went to the garage. I was like, nope, I ain't hitting you back. I'm not today. I'm not going to jail in California for hitting a woman. I'm not hitting a woman, period. Me neither. I don't know. It's hard for me to say, man. Sometimes I don't even realize uh, my toxic traits. But I think uh, one of them could could be... um, I bet your toxic traits come out when Hennessy's involved. No. No, no, no. Actually, Hennessy, you ain't listening to the song. That's how you know he don't listen to music. I, I, I watched Hennessy called me down now. I watched this video on uh last night that this guy said the Hennessy tastes like Harriet Tubman's tears. 
That's what he said for real. Yeah, he said that was a black guy too. He said that Tennessee tastes like the tears of all the slaves that tried to run away that got captured. captured. I don't know. I don't know if I should take that the wrong way or the right way. (laughs) (laughs) It's still good. Back to women talk. What what uh what's a toxic trait that women love on about men? There, uh, Trill. Oh man, shit. Yeah, we in trouble. I'm gonna say um. Being quiet, not answering questions. Because, like, you know, I don't know if it's toxic, but, you know, me personally, if I don't want to argue or I don't want to, you know, get into something that ain't supposed to be gotten into, I shut the fuck up and won't answer the questions. That's toxic as hell, bro. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Oh, Ivy. is not optional when you <laughs> He said dudes with no job or potential. Bro, they love letting dudes they drop them off at shit, work. Dog. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 check this out. <laughs> any any motherfucker driving a Nissan Altima is driving his girl's car <laughs> while they're at work. Look, don't let her. I ain't <laughs> Don't don't let her have a, the the fluffy uh, steering wheel cover. Oh, they take that off. They take that off and put in the motherfucking armrest and shit. Oh, oh. yep. Ivy also said, "I'll have kids with somebody who already don't take care of the ones they got." <laughs> Bro, oh, well, hey Ivy, because hey, those same women be the women be like, "Oh, he's different now." <laughs> he ain't gonna do me like that. He ain't gonna, gonna do, do me. me oh, like he that. he knows better. I love him. He knows better. <laughs> Yep. I'll be handling them. I next thing you know, them, next bro. thing you know, she's fucking 74 pounds lighter, and <laughs> she's gonna find is somebody else who ain't taking care of their kids. Oh shit. So, That's funny as hell. Yes. Um do I got another one? Um, um I got one. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trail. The busy motherfucker is always hustling, but don't never make no money. But he always out hustling. Is that that's the toxic guy? Is he toxic? Okay, okay, okay. He be like, uh, I'm about to go ahead and cop, and then I'm about to serve all this tonight, and I'll be back, and we gonna do this, and we gonna do that, and then he come back with nothing. Yeah. Hey, where were you that's at all just- day? That's, that's not really trash, though. That's just trash. It's trash, but sometimes you you wonder how this motherfucker still with that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get what you're saying about that, though. But what what does this show about the level of toxicity in a woman that keeps on doing that, like loving that the the toxicity of, of real toxic males, like? That makes them. How toxic does that make them? Can I get deep? Yeah, go ahead. Rome, you hear something? Go ahead first. So, I it 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 does depend on the situation because there are certain there are certain things that make uh women somewhat toxic that they didn't have control over as well too though. Like I'm gonna try and be an advocate on that one. Like if if she been raped or molested. You know what I'm saying? Something like that, because that's a real issue that you have to deal with with a woman when you come into a situation with her. 
you have to be deal with some of those past traumas that she's dealt with. Um, but sometimes it develops some toxic traits. That brings me to a toxic trait of a woman is failure to communicate. See, okay. this, this is also where I was going. But they really do be communicating, though. And uh, it don't seem like it don't, okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna talk it from a little bit from my situations. You know what I'm saying? It don't really be seeming like they don't be communicating. It be seeming like I don't be wanting to listen, though. I ain't even going. <laughs> 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 you some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, facts. Facts. Like, whatever. So I just ignore that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I like your ass. Because sometimes it be it be more like uh, what you making into a big deal ain't really that big to me. You know what I mean? Right. You just saying a whole right. bunch of shit right. that don't matter because I done already came up with the solution. I pod now. Yeah. <laughs> we pod now, boy. No, but I mean, it, it could get deep too because like how you said, you don't know what kind of past traumas they've been through. At the same time, you don't know. Um, this generation has come up with women that did not have daddy in the house. And that goes back to, you know, even welfare. Okay, you got a kid, but we'll give you a place to stay, but daddy can't stay in the house. So if your daddy stay in the house, now you got to pay rent. You know what I mean? So a lot of these women and men have grown up without that father figure. You know what I mean? To be able to uh, show them like, hey, this is what's about to happen. Or this is what you're going through. That's definitely true, man. Shout out to the black father, yo. Yeah. It's it's tough without it. And then you'll get that woman that's grown up to be a man and not know how to be a man because she's been put in a man's position. So now, of course, she's going to have toxic traits because she don't know how to, you know what I mean, do this by herself. Then when the man comes around and says, hey, this this is what we need to do, let me be the man. She still want to take the role because that's what she used to doing. You're no, talking about submission, and I don't necessarily agree with that, but I feel what you're saying, though, on that end. You know what would be funny, though? Watching these toxic relationships play out on Facebook. <laughs> It'd be funny. It'd be entertaining as fuck. Rob, you're retarded, bro. No, for real. I'm done. I ain't never going back to that motherfucker. Yep. Next thing you know, is your relationship, oh, status, relationship status say widowed. Hey, <laughs> after Thanksgiving, we just put up our Christmas tree. Yep. Yeah, we know. <laughs> and they're in matching pajamas. Yeah, we know. <laughs> All the kids. And, and you just wait and you'll be like, you know what? They're not going to make it to Christmas Eve. But they'll make it. <laughs> yep. He'll, he'll, fuck up. he'll fuck up and talk his way in for Christmas morning, but not Christmas right. Eve. And then by New Year's Eve, he's going to fuck up again so he can go with the side bitch. Why he got to be the one fucking up, though? Why she can't fuck up? Because she done at home with the kids. No, nah, she got a sad nigga. She left him at home with the kids. Yes, you know what? Maybe, but probably Sometimes not. Not out here. Know, but probably not, though. Man, <laughs> this should be happening. Niggas is motherfucking spread and seed like Johnny Appleseed, yes. my nigga. Yes. <laughs> they cast that shit like... <laughs> that goes, that, yeah, that goes, that goes back I'm to what... To, uh, I'm trying to motherfucking... Bro, Apple Orchard, yep. right? Here. That goes back to what I was <laughs> about uh, 
people having kids that they don't take care of. On the way, it, it, it's running. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like you see them, you see you see motherfuckers are, are online with one kid, and you'd be wondering, like, I know you got, I know your baby mama, and I know you got like three other kids with her. Why ain't there no pictures with that kid? Like. Like no, none of those three other kids. Because the, there are three of them. You're like, fuck it, this one's cheaper. It's it's some more toxic traits though that we could talk about from women. And I bet me, is and I bet and but I, he right I, though he right. Hey, and, I bet, and and I bet they got a V6 Challenger <laughs> or Charger. My bad, they got a V6 Charger. They owe child a support and at least no, no, the Charger. They they they, they owe child support at least three kids. They got they got a V six charger. Their baby mama got all see. See that's that's why I'm finna go ahead and say the other side too because we 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 can't just 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 I, damn I everybody. Sometimes sometimes you never know somebody's situation. You know this is just observation. I I know somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's in a situation and it's not them. It's not their fault. Outstanding father, you know, uh, doing everything they need to do, paying the child support. It's the mother that's continuously, you know, playing that uh, court game and moving away and, and, and having it her way, keeping the child away from the father. So that is another toxic trait, too, where you have the woman that says, like, no, nah, if I can't have you, then you can't see your baby. And it's just like, what? But you put them on child support. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's happened, like that, that, that happens too. Hey, check it out. Like to make it hey, hey, I'm going to make a comparison right now to rappers with talent that have a chance and fathers who don't see their kids like 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 they're uh, like they're uh, supposed to. Neither one of them are willing to put the money behind it. A lot of them do not put the money to go get the proper lawyers. Mm. They, they, they just they just deal with it mm. you, you you go find a lawyer that's gonna give you a free consultation then charge you fuck it you know and 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 usually they're like oh this is how much it's gonna cost and that's it i i very rarely see any father go after those rights like that lawyer up and if they're the ones and here's what they don't understand. They might have to put a two twenty two thousand twenty five hundred three thousand dollar retainer down, but since you since you're starting this and your rights are being violating violated, you could go after her for the lawyer fees in the end, right? Just like the women do to the men who aren't paying child support. Mm-hmm. I know some of you, uh, one of the members of my family, paid child support for years, for years, for years, for years. And she ducked and dodged, ducked and dodged, ducked and dodged. And it's a Lake County thing. I have somebody else that lives in Marion County. Um, she never paid her. Uh, my, my, my cousin out here, his wife never, ex-wife never paid her child support, right? And still got visitation. Um, never arrested her or nothing. Then I have somebody in Indianapolis whose uh, baby daddy never paid child support. But every time he goes over $5,000, in arrears, they issue an arrest warrant, mm-hmm. and then his bond is the five grand, and 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 uh, the baby mama gets it. Mm-hmm. Lake County don't do nothing like that. Well, they kind of do. It depends. 
I know when people get their arrivages taken care of at the casino. Well, you yeah, that, that can't happen. Don't they still suspend your license or did they stop all that? They they do, but it's it's they issue an yeah. arrest warrant yeah. from what I from what I remember. Mm-mm. Yeah, nah, not not for me. Though. I was like, damn, bro. Not for me though, guys. Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but uh <laughs> my child support is solid. I'm good. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> It's it's just weird, you know, that like they know they're, they're paying child support. I know a couple of people that pay their child support religiously and haven't seen their kids at all. And they don't push the issue other than like they'll get drunk and be like, she never let me see the kid. Like, bro, you know what you got to do. And and these people make decent money. Like one's in a fucking in a union and probably makes low end, you know, 125 grand a year. He could afford it. So, like, why don't you like. I think I think a lot of people like the empathy and sympathy that they get from people because they can't see their kids. Mm. You do toxic male trait. That's kind of toxic. Yeah. Um. I know. I know a guy. I know a real toxic motherfucker. You? No, not me. Oh, I'm toxic as <laughs> fuck. But but not a baby daddy toxic because I ain't got no kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm a whole different toxic. I'm toxic because I just don't care. <laughs> See, uh, back to back to the original point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes you toxic when you don't care about yeah people's feelings that you're dealing with. But uh, it's it's um it and that's as simple as that. You know, you really you really want to see the kids, you know, you, mm-hmm. and and you it's gonna cost the money. You know, like a- anything anything worthwhile in life costs some type of money. You know, and it's fucked up that it's fucked up. It's fucked up. You got to go through that, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, but it's not exactly your fault because you didn't know the bitch you picked to have kids with because it could turn out to be fucking insane. Well, you might have and you might like like that toxic shit, but you thought (laughs) your other's toxicity throughout your life. That's right. But. I mean, it is what it is. You got to put it put up or shut up. I don't want to hear you coming about not seeing your kids if you ain't eat, eat like, hey, I can't afford it. Look at what you got in your life. Like my mom used to be like, "Oh, I can't afford this. I can't afford that." I was like, "You spend seventy dollars a week on cigarettes, mm. and three hundred eighty dollars a month, or two hundred eighty dollars a month, right?" Boom. You save that, you know, by twelve months, you know, you got like three grand. You know, mm. whatever it is. I don't, not good at math, but I figured guesstimate is. In that area. So, boom, there you go. If you want something you never had, you got to do something you've never done. And that's what people, people aren't disciplined. We, we, we're in an instant gratification, you, you know, uh, society. You know? Like, people are never satisfied. There's people that sit there. There's fucking 5,000 pages on Pornhub people could go through. Like, people aren't sad. There's people that'll go through numerous pages. To find the right page, like people, you know what I mean? Like they're they're weird and they're finicky, and at the same time, they got a fucking weird fucking um, ADHD problem. <laughs> you know, it's weird. You know, it, it, we it's sensory overload. There, yeah. There's so much going on at all times, and and that that's not really even getting off talk uh, off topic of the toxic shit because. It, it it's what leads to toxic shit. 
like relationships are so toxic now because it's so easy for them to be toxic. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I feel like that's true, too. You, you, uh, um, yeah, you, you know, Ivy, that's true. You do nine times out of ten, you do see the toxicity out of, in the very beginning, but, um, there's usually a masking agent. You're like, usually the, it, it presents itself <clears throat> very blatantly in the beginning, uh, when, when somebody's under the influence mm. and shit like that. And that's what you blame it on. Oh, he was drunk. He hit me because he was drunk. No, he hit you because he likes beating bitches' ass. And sorry I keep calling you women bitches, but it's just how I do it. We apologize. It, it's just slang. Christville. I will never be able to show this episode to my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will be able to. They're down with oh, the lingo. Man. I'm I old as fuck. I just said down with the lingo. My my niece and my niece is like my niece is sixteen, mm-hmm. and she's like amazed at like how much I know about the, what's going on in like the cool world. I'm like it's it's my job to be on top of all that shit. Mm-hmm. I I work in it in a field where I have to know what's cool. Mm-hmm. I have to talk about it and analyze it on numerous podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so um, shout yeah. out to all our fans of all ages. Yes, but um. And that's the thing. Kids are growing up so fast nowadays, and, and people are so toxic because they weren't raised right. And they weren't raised right because these parents want to be friends and not parents. It's a very, it, it's very, that's very tough. big problem. And that's, that's true, though. You know, a, a, a lot of parents want to be friends because they don't want these fucking, they don't want these fucking little idiot kids to to feel like they're um they're the enemy, you know? And it's like, a, you don't get their respect, you know. They're going to disrespect you throughout their whole fucking adolescence and their teenage years. They're going to double back after they move out, to, if they move out the house, you know, and, and probably end up apologizing one day, be like, I was a fucking little asshole, you know. I definitely did to my mom. Yeah. And my dad. Shout out to them. <laughs> but it, 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 it all starts, it, it all starts, toxicity starts at home. You know, if, if your parents are toxic, you're going to see that as normal and you're going to act out in that way. Do you think so? I think I think it's human nature to develop uh, certain things that will fuck you up. It's it's. Really I, I, I think that kind of goes. I, I think that kind of goes with growth. Like the more you live, and then especially. Yeah, I, think if, it, I think a lot of it's predisposed, though. Because if, yeah, but if if you get stuck in the house, if, if you're always stuck in the house, and then you're you're able to get out and be free and be yourself then of course you're going to start building toxic traits because you don't know about, you know, what was in the streets, like what the outside was, you know what I mean? So if you never experienced certain things and you see it for the first time, then, you know, it's, it's probably going to be natural that you don't know what's going on and you won't do it right. People who ain't, who just seen it for the first time. We talking about people, repeat offenders. Yeah, well, you got to look at it like this. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> downfall in a relationship like damn i don't know okay i let's see where you are we we was getting too deep there i don't i don't know the exact numbers i don't know the exact numbers but i i I would rather imagine and i would assume that males growing up in a household that witness domestic violence are very greatly likely to be uh uh commit domestic violence i would say over 50 percent I'd probably say maybe a little higher, probably like 62.7. I'm going 75. 
and Veal Veal doesn't just like pull these numbers down from <laughs> this motherfucker. Did he, did he Google it? Times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I believe you, man. That's you're right, though. So that's why I said that. That's why it starts at home. Like mm-hmm. you, if you see, we grew up in. Uh, I mean, we we all grew up in in, in the same areas. Uh, we, I'm sure we all. I mean, I don't know how exactly all of our upbringing was. Um, but um, I, I'm safe to say it all was all kind of a hood upbringing, you know. Have we domestic violence before? Yes. Yes. All of us. Yes. We lived old enough to witness it. Like, dude, what the fuck are you on, bro? Yeah. Like real, real toxic shit. Like crazy shit. Crazy shit. Like soprano shit. Like I seen like soprano shit. Like, like crazy shit. I there's there's this one time that um uh, there's this one guy, um, that that family friend that lived like my house was the the house that everybody lived at. So like my mom's my mom's best friend who was like my my aunt you know you know uh-huh. the hood aunt you know shit like that your mom's best friend well her mm-hmm. whole family lived at lived with us at a point her brothers her sisters shit like that and uh, mm-hmm. they're like they like helped raise me you know but one of the brothers was uh like literally beat his <laughs> his lady's ass in the garage to the point where <clears throat> she had like fifty seven staples put in her face. And it looked like the fucking pattern on a fucking baseball stitching, right? And this is shit that, like, like I witnessed, you know. Um, and like the same person had like the FBI would come to the house looking for him like every year, because there was somebody that was last seen with him years ago and never found, you know. But they had never had no concrete evidence. Like everybody knew, you know. Right. But there's nothing that they could ever like prove type shit. You know what I mean? But um. So while I'm toxic and and, and all depends on the on the person and, and their the the strength of the mind and shit like that. It it goes deeper than shit, you know. You're it's either gonna uh seeing that you're either gonna there there's there's a fork in the road. You're either gonna be that or you're gonna or you're gonna be fucking you're gonna advocate against it. Mm, I think that we deal with those forks in the road more than we think about though. Yeah. Why well, right, fellas? It is my time to go. Bedtime for trail. Bedtime for trail. No, not bedtime. No. No, not bedtime. It's the bed. Nice. Yeah, tell your wife thank you for Uh, letting me come out to play with us. Right. Nice. (laughs) I will make sure I pass that message. I feel like we went went up to the big house, rang the doorbell, and asked if trail could come out and play. Yep. That's how we feel. And we just don't worry, man. I, I can't wait till I get in the studio with y'all, man. But you know, I'm yeah. out here and shit. You know what? We're not gonna hold our breath. It's we life, it's life. And, and Jay Z versus yeah, before that should happen. That shit first. <laughs> I can't wait to prove y'all wrong, man. man I bro. love y'all, man. Hey, hey, be safe. All right, All peace right. out. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's like a lot of it's a lot of it's learned behavior, just like anything else, you know. Um, and, and it's fucked up. But you, you got to think as it's all societal thing, right? So society tells us that domestic violence is bad. But if you go back 50 years ago, everybody was beating the fuck out their wife. If you go back 50 years ago, you could fuck 12 year old girls because you had to because you had to have 12 kids because you had fucking 150 acre farm that you had to have everybody work on. 
So I, while I while I understand your point of view on that, I feel like we've progressed beyond that and that we should consider <laughs> whatever the woman's point of view is. Well, yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have very we gotta, much so. We got to do that, though. Yes, yes, we have. And yes, we should. But it's just like racism. You would think we'd be past that. Mm, I wouldn't think that. But we're nowhere near. And it's it's the same no, thing. We're with, not gonna be though. No, no, never. I don't think that we it's, ever not will. not in our lifetime at not all. Not in our not in our lifetime. But that's a whole different fucking show. But th- it's it the, it's the same thing with the toxic male. Male see, he, here's what people don't understand. No matter how our emotions affect us, no matter how much that uh, the the human being has evolved to, to this point, we're animals. Okay. We're animals. I like where you going with this? We're animals. And no matter what, there is that animal instinct. You could have a domesticated motherfucking lion at, at, or, or a tiger or whatever. And he have an outburst. And he have an outburst. I don't think that's fair to say about and, humans because we've evolved beyond that, I would say. Oh, but we've evolved. Not everybody has evolved like that. That's why mental illness runs rampant. And mental illness has went so unchecked. And it's that's a lot of the reason that leads to this toxicity, like like. Um, well, we can well we can get if we really want to get deep into it, we can get into that. You know, some of it has been put upon us because it funds whatever the major powers at play are trying to fund. Yeah, we could go there with it. It's but, I mean. What it, I would say is it, there's so many there's so being, many ways and so deep that it could get that it, it'd be a whole different fucking show. Yeah, we we but, we'd make some we make some major, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but 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 just to glance over this 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 toxicity thing, it's 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 an everyday thing now. It's um I think that what it has become is it's become cool taboo. to be like that. It, it's yeah. become very taboo. It's it's become very uh, of the in, social in, norm, yeah, in yes, like yes. people, people are proud yes. of, of of their yes, like everybody's toxic in their own way, right? And Correct. we we all have these little toxic traits, like damn, and like, and all of every, us, all and, of us do, and all of us have this one major toxic trait, mm-hmm. you know that that's that's our demon, you know mm-hmm. that's our demon that we battle. Whether whether you like this, you, you know, you like too much fucking coke, or you like drinking too much fucking fucking beer, or mm-hmm. fucking alcohol. Or you like fucking popping too many perks? Perks are the new thing, you know. Or fucking spending money on stupid ass shit. Yeah, or exactly. If you like spending money <laughs> recklessly, if you like fucking fucking yeah. a bunch of different fucking uh uh prostitutes and prostitutes all or, kinds of wild or ain't shit. shit motherfuckers. Whatever. Yeah. We all have some. We all have some major yeah. toxic trait, you know. Uh, that demon, like I said, and we're never gonna battle that big one because we don't want to lose. So what we do is we don't worry about that big demon. As long as we feed that big demon with all those tiny toxic traits, the big demon stays at bay, but we never change it. And then it explodes. And there's where you might be a cool husband for so long, then boom, domestic violence, because that those little toxic traits weren't whatever feeding was, the big demon. Whatever, yeah, whatever was going on inside of you, yeah. 
That's not to excuse you. Uh, Illy says, in my opinion, all has to do with unlearning, relearning. Once you gain knowledge of self, you start, start being conscious on balancing your higher and lower self. That is true, but um, that's also you. Not everybody's mind works like that. Yeah. What? What? Not a what lot that, of people could unlearn. To, what that speaks to is that there are some people that are incapable of learning. Yes. For whatever reason, uh, Ivy whatever said, disability they have that prevents them from learning these sort of steps, it's really unchecked mental illness. That's really what it is. A little bit ago, uh, Ivy said music and entertainment plays a big, uh, major part, too. It just depends on what your weakness are to be influenced. Men are brought up to suck it up and deal with shit, which automatically equates to being toxic. Well, here's that thing. Here's why, here's why it equates to being toxic now. Because speak on behalf of us, brother. Because <laughs> it was it's not like that anymore. Men aren't there's a whole generation of men that wasn't brought up to be like that because the fathers weren't in the home. They they weren't Correct. brought up to suck it up or anything like that. Correct. So that's why you have they these were, weird, socially in awkward people uh, that are keyboard enabled. warriors. Yeah. So to speak. They were they were okay with being sensitive and you know being emotional and that's why a lot of uh oh man but but this topic could I really get something i really ain't want to say but go ahead say it's it. the truth though is that's why a lot of these emotional ass niggas is out here smoking other niggas over you know something as we had the same female in common and you so mad that you gotta end up smoking me like that's a lot of that's a lot of that shit. And to me, you go on about your business and you you know what I'm saying, you keep on living. Cause she ain't worth that, but these niggas is <laughs> and, emotional because they, and, they're they raised have, by they women. Have, they have spoken to dude and end up not even being with the bitch for very much longer after that. Yep. Yep. Like like They're trying to get in some other shit. bitches' guts fucking the next week. Like real ass shit like that. Um, you got a bitch at the voodoo. You got a bitch at the link. You got a bitch at the Roxy's for every day of the week. That's very, um, that's very toxic of us as males, though. Yes. I understand the way we, you know, how I feel about it is that the way that we have evolved is just um, this. See, here's. The thing about this topic is it could go, we could do a lot of series, different episodes this on true. this topic. This is so, true. Uh, hold on. Illy says, uh, I don't agree with a person not being able to learn it. It takes self-discipline to search your learning style. It's all about the intent to change your subconscious mind. Yes, but I, I, I see where you're going with it and, and, and your, uh, your, your, uh, your view of it. But a lot of people's minds aren't complex enough. Like you would, you would be amazed on on the uh, the um, the intellectual level of some of the uh, of these people running around in the age groups of like say nineteen to twenty seven right now. They're they're the last generation that was pushed through school, no matter basically what their grades were, they got pushed through. And most of them didn't finish, if, if, especially if in this area. Okay. 
especially in this area, if you go and you look at the graduation rates outside of, a, say, like Lake Central and Crown Point, you know, shit like that. If you look at the graduation graduate graduation rates out here, they, especially in inner cities, they decline greatly. Correct. You know, so these kids are getting pushed through. We're talking about the public school system and some That's of the private funded. schools. So and some of the private. There's schools. so many factors. There's so many factors that go in it, and and what. Uh, to go away, what you uh, what you're saying, Illy, I think they're able, will be able to learn it, uh, to relearn, well, learn something because you can't say relearn something because they don't know no better in the first place. So, um, you could you could argue with the uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, uh, angle, but anybody's able to learn anything if if you want to, and they're so they don't have the discipline the self discipline self discipline is is like common sense it's not very common anymore correct to the point where really these these uh institutions for the developmentally disabled need to be a lot more of them <laughs> like it's some people walking around that are untreated Ivy says, uh, that's what we're talking about. What do some women say when men attempt to just express how they feel? I know a lot of my friends who can't speak on their feelings without being ridiculed. That's that's a very toxic female. Hey, these bitches be acting like men like a motherfucker. A lot. A lot. You know? So, and, and that that's, uh, there's a lot of independent women. And the more independent of a woman, the more, more, uh, more fucking... On they shit, they, on they be, yeah, so. they be like, hey. They'll be like, from their point of view, you, I ain't. from their point of view, they're like, hey, you don't hear me crying about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's how they're seeing it. You're right. You're right. Shout out to the independent women, though, man. Yeah, shout I out to independent women. I love y'all. Yeah, I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all, man. See, I'm glad we got into the topic because there's a lot of shit we could chop up. It's a lot of shit. This is actually good. Yeah, man. Nice rebound from the Rev interview, dog. Yeah, bro. We... <laughs> bro. We always come back strong, y'all. We be fighting, man, for real. And even if Indy would have fucking jumped in, he probably would have left anyway and mad at us about something. Why do you feel like that? I think he would have been good on this. He, well, kind of. He wouldn't have made it this far. I think he would have cut out. He would have cut out during. How long have we been podding for? Uh, Two hours and 23 minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Going, did, is that a new good. record? Uh, is that a new record? What's the longest pod that we have? Uh, us? The beat battles are definitely longer, though. But what's the what's the longest pod that we've had? I don't know. Uh, I know. I know we went three hours on White Devils before. Jesus Christ! Hell yeah, you're rich. On the real, yeah. I'm already knowing. So, but uh, we're 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 a society of toxicity. You know, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's a social social norm now. It's celebrated. Uh, so it's probably not gonna go anywhere anytime soon. And so the unhealthiness is gonna continue to fucking spiral out of control. Um, nobody wants, and it's. I, I I still trace it back to fucking uh how you're raised how how your upbringing is and your mental health. 
really. Because, I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over, you know, expecting the same result without making any changes. Same result. And a lot of this this toxic behavior is the same behavior repeated over and over and over with the accepted, oh, Illy, you, yes, ego plays a major part of going off what Cliff is saying. Knowing your significant other love language is important, but exercising it takes self discipline yes yes uh ego plays a big role in male toxicity ego you know and that that's goes, what i that's look, what i spoke on this the, goes the male chauvinist everybody this, everyone knows the male chauvinist pig a lot of us as guys we have that in us and it, and it like pops out at different times look, though this goes back to me saying that above all else we're animals mm-hmm. the eagle the ego well, fills that 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 uh that animal void, that 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 fucking that killer instinct type shit, you know. Who wants to get into some Sigmund Freud shit? Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's all it all it all it's it's weird how it takes so many things to build up to one ain't shit motherfucker. So, but it's, it's a not lot, man. Yes, Trell says mental health is definitely a. a, a a big part on both sides, yeah. Because all all these all these independent women, right off the bat, like you know what? I'm gonna go on the bat, right on a limb and say about eighty five percent of these women. What are the odds? 85, 85 to eighty seven and a half percent of these women who are very independent and very toxic have the biggest daddy issues ever. Over under guys. Over under. That's what I think. Five percent. Eighty five percent. Um. Women. Okay. Women with no I mean, women with daddy issues go two ways, right? And it's safe to assume that they have their daddy issues because their daddy wasn't in their lives, right? Safe to assume that. No. That's not safe to assume because that forgets all of the women who grow with terrible fathers that abuse them either physically or sexually okay and they wish they fucking ass would die you know now what listen, i'm saying listen where i'm going that's a lot of them too so with women women with daddy issues it usually goes two ways okay it's um they so independent because their dad wasn't in their life at all and they seen their mom Fucking grind the fuck out to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Actually, it goes three ways. Uh, they see their mom grind the fuck out, make it happen, right? So single mother home. Mom grinds out. Mom, mom does it all. Yes, she's superwoman. She gets the work ethic. Boom. Yes. Next. Number two. She gets her independence as well. That's the, really the thing. Single mother home, you, Number two, single mother home also. Mother ain't a good mother. Mm-hmm. So she don't grow up to be an independent woman. She grow up just to be like her mother. The the cycle repeats itself. Th- th- those are the first two ways that it could go. Okay. Okay. Third way. She's independent. Again, real independent. Two-parent household. Because her dad's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. 
usually from my experience the the two parent household with uh the two parent happy household usually results in an independent woman but not independent on her own right independent as she has her parents to fall back on okay once again i would say that that would neglect the piece of shit father that abused me but stayed with my mama and my mama that's why i said that might be four knew for a fact that you know my my daddy wasn't a piece of shit but but she wasn't gonna do nothing and that that that's why i said that four as i went along there was more because since we're freestyling this yeah, more yeah. options are popping yeah, in my head we're, 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 now the fourth and final is what you're talking about the the one who was constantly abused either abused. physically emotionally or sexually and the mom stayed put because she had no other option. So that or or even if or even if mom left, that's still those same results. She want to she want to get rid of she want to get away from that father so bad or that dad. Yeah. I want to call him a father that she became super independent, and it all leads to some type of uh, uh, toxic issue. It sucks that and and it all goes back to mental health because if you're not if you're not getting therapy, if you're not if you're not getting to the bottom of all this shit. That's where the toxicity goes to. You could be the most toxic person in the world or the most successful person in the world, and you're going to be toxic as fuck. Toxic as fuck. Look at Jeff Bezos, richest guy in the world, right? Cheating on his wife like a motherfucker. Toxic as fuck. Is that even... Male ego. We're an animal. Yeah. Yeah, but... and, And so, just... My only point of contention on the ladies, because I we don't have the ladies to actually come in with their perspective right now and debate us on that. Yeah. But we do need to get a woman. We need a woman. We need a woman. We need a woman opinion on here because sometimes we get in our ways, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we, but, we're only giving you're, you're hearing a lot of just our point of view and mm-hmm. shit like that or our experiences. Sometimes it's trauma outside the household, but within the family, it's so many ingredients that will make the same thing. You know what? You're exactly right, Ivy. Because as as, as you know, we progressed in time. Uh, it's unfolded that that uh, that trauma and 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 uh, abuse comes from in many forms from many different people in the immediate family, family, friends, and uh, all types of shit. True. Um, and and that, and that goes both ways. It's um, male and female, male, male and female. But like I said, this this, this whole toxic thing was a good thing to get into uh, uh, in this episode. Do a series, but doing a series would be good. Uh, we could break it down. What, toxic males. One one week would be yo did this toxicity thing, and we'll get into it. And we would talk about it. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Um. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I might even have, like, a board-certified therapist person that might be able to call in. That would be fucking dope as hell. Yeah, so. But it's, 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 we're, everything's disposable nowadays. People are disposable. Relationships are disposable. Music is disposable. Only thing ain't disposable is movies because COVID rendered movies not being able to be made, so. For the time being. But, I mean, really. There, there's so many things I could go into. So it much, so much fucking music. That's true. But women, you're just as as fault as men, and men, you're no better. <clears throat> Us men, I should say, because I have my own toxic traits. 
that I know I have. But, you know. I ain't going to lie, just, man. Just, I uh, wish I Ivy, was better. Even boys being raped by the older babysitter now, they can't stop smashing chicks. Yeah, You know what? That, it's You're crazy. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right, man. That shit got to be some type of mental illness, though, dog. Bro, and and all these teachers, like, having sex with their students. Like, all like I'm old. So all my teachers were old as fuck. Like, no, nah, we had some young ass you know, teachers though. in all my schooling. <laughs> in all my schooling, I think until until I went to college. Okay. You know, until I went to college, I didn't. I think I had, there was like two teachers. I'd be like, damn. Let me act up in class and have to stay after. <laughs> Let me see what's going on. Robville is the realest ever, Cal. <laughs> I'm trying to clap some erasers after class. The first one, her name was Miss King. I um, I was born and raised in East Chicago. I got kicked out. West Side Middle School kicked me out after seventh grade. I was a badass kid. My mom sent me to Cherville, live with my grandfather. Um, if um, Illy's watching, I know he knows because uh, he lives out that way. But um, I went to middle school, eighth grade year in Dyer at Kaler Middle School. Mm-hmm. Totally, total culture shock. I didn't know white, no white person outside of my family except for Frankie, until my mom sent me to live with my grandfather. So I get to the school, and there's three black kids, and two Mexicans, and they all were living at Boys Town, which is now Capagna. Mm-hmm. So it was a total culture shock, bro. Like I was like, what the fuck? It was so weird. I can't even explain it. Like, imagine, um, like total. Like I'm trying to think of a movie to compare it to. Like it was just fucking weird. But when I went there, the it was the first time I was like in, introduced to toxicity. Like specifically, mm. like white male toxicity. Okay. It was insane. Like, it, it was a total stereotypical, like, um, uh, what can I like say? Teen jock film? Yes. Or... <laughs> yes. Exactly. Listen, it had the bro, same clicks. Listen, bro, that is why those movies and, you know what I'm saying? That should be popular, dog, because that, that is actually what it'd be like at, like, that shit is crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, Illy. I, I went to Kaler. Uh, I went out there eighth grade. I failed my eighth grade year because East Chicago Public School Education was not anything like Lake Central School Corporation at all. So I ended up failing. Then when I got to Lake Central, um, it was just I was toxic. I was toxic as fuck. I was toxic. Like, but like. I was manipulative as fuck. Like I love, like, like me and these girls love me because where I was from, you know. So they're like, oh, you know, they they like that, like the little, the little, uh, the little hood shit, you know. I was hood as a motherfucker. So it it was pretty dope. Like I, I got my, like I had a tattoo, you know, at like fifteen. So they're like, oh shit. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, Illy. Veal is the guy who has a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's basically kind of what it was like. That's what Veal is. He's the guy that has the motorcycle. 
you know. And like like females kind of like because he like he like a little dangerous, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And like I it was kind of like fucking karate kid, nigga. Like fucking like I was Ralph Macchio, like the the popular chick, like kind of like me and shit, you know. So it, it was it, it was kind of weird, and I don't know how I got on this story because we're high. <laughs> but it, it yeah, serves a general purpose because I fucking like the the toxicity it was crazy. Like we uh, uh at Kaler, my first to eighth grade year at Kaler during lunchtime. Um, we had a 40 minute lunch. OK, so. You could go to the gym. For either the first half or the second half, but you had to eat lunch, so you couldn't stay in the gym for both halves. Right. So I would usually go to second half. I would eat first. I would get a French fry, a Dr Pepper, um, uh, a chicken sandwich, and a fucking Kit Kat every day. That was my lunch. Then we go. We would go play basketball. So I'm like, all right. I, I go out there. I'm like, I'm. You know, I played basketball. You know. Chicago. I was I come from a basketball family. Mm-hmm. You know. I was like, this is gonna be fun. And it kind of was, but I went around, went about it the wrong way. <laughs> like I kind of was like what fucking happened? it was like throwing like their toxicity was like a burning flame. And me with my toxicity was like throwing grease onto that burning flame. <laughs> Cause I was like you know, like I was already my second week there, I got suspended from punching somebody in the nose. Somebody that I actually grew up with in East Chicago, like up into like fourth grade. And then his family like built the house in Dyer. So now he thought, you know, fucking I, I, he was better than everybody, you know, shit like that. OK. You know, so I ended up hitting him, you know, and I got suspended and shit while we were playing basketball, you know. Right. So, OK. OK. And anyway, I come back and I'm, I'm playing and everything and. They already kind of adopted this guy as one of his own, as one of their own, you know. So now they're kind of like, oh, whatever. He thinks he's good at basketball. Oh, I know I'm okay, you know, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just fouling. And I'm used to being fouled while playing. You know, I grew up playing outside, you know. Right. So it was, like I said, it was just like throwing grease because I wasn't going to back down. Right. Like fighting with fire fire with fire you know and it was it just ended up bad my whole that whole year was just not good at all but like i said i ended up failing and uh where i live my next door neighbor was in seventh grade so okay that was my so best friend no i was in eighth grade you were in eighth grade yeah okay. my best friend was in seventh grade and i knew him his girlfriend and all that shit so like i made the basketball team in eighth grade and all that shit and they hated you know and and the dude that hated me, his name was Doug Webb, right? His name was Doug Webb. Fucking hated me, bro. His and his dad was one of the one of the eighth grade coaches. So I was like third string. I was the new player. These these kids have been playing together forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Illy, they just redid when I went. I'm old. I just turned forty. So when I started going out, when I started going to Kaler, they had just redid the the boundary lines of between Kaler and Grimmer. This was before Clark was way before Clark was even built or thought of. So um, we had a bunch of people that were supposed to go to Grimmer that are now going to Kaler. So those were the kids that I didn't really like that didn't have that had a problem with me. Doug Webb was one of these kids. 
So we just had a problem. I was like third string, you know, I didn't play much, you know, and then fucking I failed. Well, I couldn't play the next year because I, I, I already played in eighth grade. Right. Couldn't play again. But the seventh grade coach was my math teacher, and he was trying real hard to get me to grasp math. Because when I got there, I failed eighth grade because I, I failed algebra. These motherfuckers were in pre-algebra. You start the year in pre-algebra, first semester, and second semester in your algebra. They didn't, nothing like that in East Chicago, motherfucker. They didn't, no. There was nothing, nothing, nothing near algebra. So I failed and shit like that. And plus, I was rebelling because I didn't even want to be in there in the first place, you know? Right. You know? Um, so I, I was just like, fuck it, I'll do whatever I want, you know, shit like that. So anyway, uh, the seventh grade math teacher who was like kind of like, uh, you always got that one teacher that turns out to be the best teacher you ever had. Mm-hmm. That was him. He coached the seventh grade team. Well, he let me help him coach the team. So I was like, all right, you know, I, I dress up in a little shirt and tie and everything, you know, and I would actually help him coach and shit. I come, I, like I said, I come from a basketball family. My my uncle uh, coached at EC Washington at EC Roosevelt. He uh, he was a lead scout at UNLV that scouted Greg Anthony, Stacey Ogdeman. Larry Johnson, oh, yeah. all those guys. You know, so um, I come from a basketball family. So first year sucked. Second year kind of sucked because I couldn't play, but I, I it was a new experience, you know. And then I, um, I'm still doing street shit on the side. I'm, I'm still gangbanging and shit. Like I'm stealing cars, making a bunch of money, shit like that. Well, um. And you know how we growing up, we used to do the jump rope for heart shit for the American Heart Association. Yeah. Well, out there, we do basketball shit. We like have a basketball, a three on three basketball tournament, and then the winner plays a group of teachers at a at a afternoon assembly. Okay. They lower the rim down to like eight feet, and we have a for a dunk contest. We have a three point contest. Well, my team won the tournament to play the teachers. The teachers ended up beating us by like three points because they had like a fucking tall ass, like six foot eleven teacher. <laughs> um, um, I wasn't in a three point contest, but I did. I was in a dunk contest and I won the dunk contest. It was crazy. You know, the whole school fucking shit like that. So then I go to Lake Central, you know, freshman year. And this was like the uh, this was like the third year that the freshman center was in existence. Illy, um, I know he knows what I'm talking about, but um. And that first year, we had uh, we had a new coach, the new basketball coach at Lake Central. His name was Jim Black. He had just come at, from a coaching stint at Lamar University uh, outside Houston, which is like a Division One program. Mm-hmm. So the conditioning was crazy. Like if you had wanted any chance of making varsity, your condition your conditioning started in July with the football team. Right. So after after the football team was picked. Uh, you weren't you weren't getting picked for football if you were going to play basketball seriously. So that conditioning stopped. You did uh, involuntary work or voluntary workouts until basketball season conditioning actually started, mm-hmm. which was insane too. So you know I made the team. Um, well, I made I didn't make varsity right off the bat because they had a rule that no fucking no freshman could play varsity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then by like. The sixth game in the season, fucking one injury down, and then fucking me, um, t- 
talking my way into fucking varsity because I'm not supposed to be a freshman. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not the same age as a fucking freshman. So I kind of got lucky, you know, and I played, I, I didn't play a lot. Uh, I probably played like fucking 24 minutes and like fucking 13, 14 games. Mm. But I did play in the sectionals. I did get dunked on by Jamal Davis. Mm. So it was pretty cool. But uh, <laughs> shit like that. I got dunked on by Jamal Davis. But it, it was crazy. That whole middle school experience there was crazy toxic. Not to, yeah. not to get, since we totally got off fucking uh, topic. But it, it, it was crazy. And I never witnessed it until it was like some crazy white male toxicity. Like, pissing like like fucking marking his territory type shit mm-hmm. and and, it, and it, i don't even know what it was i wasn't trying i didn't like his girlfriend like it is nothing like that you know it was, i don't know what it was like and he wasn't even really good friends with the guy that i punched so it's like like he wasn't friends at all there are two different fucking groups like doug webb webb was a jock and fucking chuck pullen if you watch like if you like WJOB on Facebook, they have a thing called Afternoon Rush or something like that, Drive Time Rush or some some show in the afternoon. And sometimes this guy that I punch, Chuck Poland, is on there. Mm. So it, it's it's funny, but uh, <laughs> it, it, but uh, they weren't even friends. Like he was kind of nerd. He was really nerdy, and you know. So, but after I punched that dude and I came back from that suspension, it's like me and him had beef for some reason. I was like, why? Like. Why do you not like me? Like, your girlfriend don't like me. I don't like your girlfriend. It was just some weird, toxic shit. Yeah, that's just, that's just male shit. And that was story time with Uncle Bobby on my middle school and high school life. Oh, and just, here's a to be continued on on that. Uh Uh-oh. I didn't finish out my second year, well, the the full year that year of uh, Lake Central. And I didn't get to come back to play in the basketball program anymore because um, the FBI came and arrested me. And then, like Central said, I couldn't come back there anymore. That'll be a story for my new show. Story time with Uncle Bobby. (laughs) Coming soon. Uh, Let's see. Uncle Bobby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Definitely about to bring that shit up. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Hey. Got you, bro. Yeah. Here comes Rev with the most. Who knows? Comment. Here's what he says from Rev. Now, I would like to speak with you all on why my interview was catastrophic. My silence was loud based on your phrases, words, and conversations. Transcendentalism? What? Transcendental? What? Transcendent? Transcendent? Transcendentalism? Inadvert? Inadvert? Demagogue? What the fuck, Rev? We we love Rev, man. I don't know about you. So yeah, the feds arrested me. Um, that shit is crazy. Don't say I don't want. I don't even. I want you to stop right now. Yeah, this is definitely another episode. That, no, that, for that, real. That's that's we're gonna we're gonna leave it at. We're gonna try to plan a whole toxic series. Uh, the 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 yeah, that uh, dangerous level too. of male and female toxicity that's floating around in the world, Ugh. let alone this two one nine area. Um. Oh my God, it's so disgusting. That. 
you know, and, and who went nine addition to that shit? Uh, that shit just crazy. We're all to blame, you know. <laughs> we really are though. Rome's toxic. I'm toxic. Yeah. You're toxic. We're all toxic in our own ways. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of mine though. I mean, like I said earlier, for any, uh, I know there's a couple new people watching, but like, like I said, we all have little tiny toxic traits that, that that we I feed, that we feed. So the big toxic trait don't take over. You know, you, you want to feed the little one so, you know, the, the the big one don't fuck. You don't want the big one hungry. You feeding the little ones keeps the big one from getting hungry. Basically. But uh, why do you expect Rev to be anything different? No, not at all. I've known Rev for a very long time, and he's he's a a, a unique guy. Um, yeah, I, man. I love him to death. Um, we do a lot of work together. We got a lot of work coming up together. Um, but yeah, Rev, go to sleep, bro. Go to bed because I know goddamn well you're tired. Um. That's that's about right, it. True. I mean, I guess we could wrap it up now. We good. Everybody. Yep, we got everything off. Yeah, everything's the six a six a six item list on the wall turned into two hours and forty nine minutes. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This was only this is technically the first episode of Sunday dinner. Last week was the pilot to see how we liked it. And I liked it last week. We always have fun, though. Yeah, we have always have fun. The, the yeah, reason we wanted to do this, though. the reason we wanted to do this, this all started last year when Indian Syndrome started to link up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were gracious enough to invite me to make it a threesome. We did some shows, and then we invited uh, uh, Trell into the... It sounded dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys should have been at the shows. Uh, <laughs> guys should have seen that shit. Oh, but uh, then we invited Trell into it. Now we're a foursome. Yep. Um, but very dirty. We are all grown men with our own schedules. Um, everybody has their own families, except for me. Um, so we're not That's able lying. to all tell the truth, though. Yeah, we're not all able to get together and do a podcast at the same time consistently like we would want to. So last week I decided to go ahead and start this show called Sunday Dinner, yes. where hopefully every Sunday you could get at least two of us. Uh, it would it'll probably be more than likely be me and Rome. Um, we, we think have a good time. We think Indy may have quit on us, um, but Indy nah, he ain't quit, man. He ain't quit. Man. Indy quits on us uh, every now and again, but it's all the time. He loves to hate us, and he hates to love us. Yep. Um, so. Next Sunday, we will be here. Um, I won't. Yeah, shit. We won't have to miss an episode. I'll be in Miami uh, the 8th through the 12th, but that's Tuesday through Saturday. I'm going to have to figure it out, but I will, even if it means I go off my phone. I should yeah. have a better phone by then, too. So, uh, yeah, next week, uh, right around 8 o'clock, between 6 and 8, oh, we, that we usually do good, it. though. You in Miami? Yeah, I'll be back Saturday, but I mean, I'm going out there to work. We're going out there to shoot some videos, but I want to do some tourist shit. I want to like fucking go parasailing. I want to fucking snorkel with the fucking dolphins or some shit. <laughs> like every time I go to cool places, I'm usually working and like, and yeah. and we film a lot of videos in Vegas and I lived in Vegas for nine years. So it's not right. It's not new to me. 
I've never been to Miami. I've never been to Florida because I've never really wanted to Florida. Go to Florida. Florida has some of the things I hate the most. It has humidity. It has a lot of bugs, and it has a lot of Republicans. So, like, that is a great fucking list, bro. You know? <laughs> that shit is a great list, man. Like, who wants to go to a state and try to enjoy a state that let fucking Casey Anthony get away with killing her daughter and fucking George Zimmerman killing Trevor Martin? It's just so right, though. You know, like, fuck Florida. But that shit is crazy. I've always bro. wanted to go to Miami. Humidity. And if everything goes right. A bunch of fucking wild ass insects and yeah. shit. And like, even. A bunch of stupid ass people. Every Hey. Bro. You ever see all this stupid shit that happens in Florida? No, I try not to pay attention, though. But bro. Yeah, I... bro. It'd be some wild shit, though. Everything, everything, like, they call Florida Miami. the toilet bowl of America. Hey, listen, bro. Miami is fucking great, though. I had a ball when I was there. But you probably went when it wasn't COVID. That is true. But I don't but think Florida cares though, about COVID. I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Shout out to Lady I C. Would, I would be out on the beach. Shout out that. to Lady C. What She got a new name now, C Snapper. She said, "Great show, fellas. Thanks for tuning in." And she Success. laughed at she laughed at the threesome. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, uh, here's the rundown: Wednesday, White Devils with me and Rich. Five o'clock. It'll be broadcast here. Also, RobVillain.com. Shout uh, out to please, Rich, man. if you are watching right now, please. Y'all got a good ass show, bro. Go to YouTube, search Villain Radio Network, all one word. Click it. Subscribe and hit the little bell so you're notified when we go live. We will also be live next Friday night. Villain Radio presents Friday Night Live with the one, the only, the legendary D Edge. We're going to be getting down to the shits. It's going to be something you do not want to miss. I'm going to be at work when that shit's going on, though. Um, I'm going to tune in. It's going to be really, really good. Um, (laughs) And I will be taking a week off from Friday Night Live the next week because I will be in Miami that week. But when I come back, December 18th, Friday Night Live is back with the one, the only, the total package, Young Gerald himself, G. Scott. Uh, I know you booked uh, Young Gerald. Yes, G. Scott is December 18th. And then... As much Man. as much as much as I want to make Friday Night Live a weekly show, because it's been kind of weekly so far. I did the outfit, you know, two weeks ago. We did Rev last Man, week. You kind of gonna have to slow down though. I, I'm going to. But I, I, I wanna get um I wanna get the ones I wanted to get out the way before they start hitting other other people. That's true too though. You wanna get it out of the way. Shout out to Keisha. Keisha got to Rick before I got to Rick. Yeah. That was dope. Keisha talking about she retiring. Keisha, how about you don't retire, and how about you come co-host Friday Night Live with me? <laughs> so Keisha sleep. It's Sunday, eleven thirty. Hell no, nah, she up. <laughs> That's this man. So um, 
That's Friday Night Live coming up. We will be back next week here on Sunday dinner with me and somebody, somebody and me, somebody yeah, and somebody, man. somebody in Rome, Rome and somebody, somebody and somebody. Maybe Indy won't hate us next week. He's going to watch this tomorrow and be mad. Yeah, I think he is. I love you, though. Because this was, this is really good. But, like I said a couple minutes ago, story time with Uncle Bobby will be coming soon. Well, I will be going. Um, shout out to Young Dink. Hey, man. So, on those, can I come in and interview you, dog? On what? Cause I got some, I got questions, bruh. For me, I got questions about you now, dog. Well, you could uh about what went on. What the fuck? What? Well, what went on with what? Bill, I ain't know all of this. There's all types of shit, bro. The feds came to get you, bro. Bro, it was 1995. I was wild, bro. I was wild, bro. I was a wild kid. Wild. He has stories to tell. Story. Well, <laughs> excuse me. I do need a co-host for Story Times with Uncle Bobby. Bro, I have questions for you. So, <laughs> hey, it is. Hey, hey, it, be hey, look. Just on some nosy nigga shit, just to make a good podcast. You know what I'm saying? The statute limitations on almost everything I've done has expired. It's it's up. It's up, so you can say it now. I could talk about all types of shit, all types of shit. That's that's what's cool about living to living to forty. Yep. Got to get there. But uh, like I said, uh, White Devils Wednesday night with with me and Rich. Uh, it's shout uh, out to Rich again. It's uh, it's uh, informative pod political podcast where we kind of break it down. Uh, shit like that. You guys uh, are really good. I've liked next, a couple of the next guests Friday that you night. guys have had on. Yeah, next Friday night, Friday Night Live with D-Edge. We're going to get down with oh. the shits. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, Y'all be safe during this holiday season and back on into the work. He said, week. hey, hey, for real, the feds are out, too. Feds are out. <laughs> the DEA is in Lake County, so watch out, kids. Watch out, guys. They're looking for y'all. Time it is. Next week, eight o'clock, six o'clock. I don't know. You guys will see a flyer. We'll see you next week.